We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Hi. Hi. And welcome to Thuaskotten Radio. My name is Kisli. This is Jan. I'm Stefan. And I am Aid. You are. You still are Aid. How are you guys? Aid, you're tired, right? Old man body tiling yeah. up his bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly a joy, but I have to do it, right? <laughs> tiling is so, so horrible. I hate it. Yeah. But I it's so nice. Yeah, but it's so nice when you're, you're finished, right? That's, yeah, sure. That's I guess it. that's something you can tell yourself to muscle through. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, what about you guys? How are you? I'm pretty great. Uh, I played two games of X-Wing today. Ooh. 2.5. Ooh. 2.5. Yes. Ooh. And it was very fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a list to test. So. Yeah, I know. We'll I get know. back to that later. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we will. Uh, I mean, we have a... What about you, Steppy? Anything new? Nah, I, I uh, played a game of X-Wing yesterday, which we might come around to mentioning later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, on Tuesday, I played my second game of 2.5. With hey, hey. The, uh, Happy days. Yeah, not 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 very good. I'm I'm now 0 for two in two point five. So, you know, Stebby, I started 0 for three. All right. So, so you're still better. You're now. Me. I am now two for f- two of two wins, three losses. I mean, I I started uh, 0 and one. So, so all my criticisms of two point five can now be just basically waved away with well. You suck at the game. Well, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and I should retire because I'm defeated, undefeated in 2.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. We have a smack <laughs> oh, yes. pulled episode, and it's a good thing. I'm assuming you all have tomorrow off. Yeah. I mean, this 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 episode might go on like five hours, right? Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I opened an extra large beer. Yeah. So, wow. Let's let's go. I mean, this. Uh, I'm just on my first drink of probably many. <laughs> okay, let's go into the news. Let's do that. Okay, first news. Uh, uh, AMG they announced a 2022 World Open Qualifier swag. Ah. ah, it's it's in the Naboo theme, like yellow and white. So templates, hmm. uh, template tray, and then they have reinforced token. I assume they are double-sided. 
Uh, uh, probably. Uh, I thought uh, they were just reusing the 2020 well. ones. Sorry? I thought they were just going to reuse 2020. No, they have been giving them out just in the US. Well, uh, I would yeah. assume nothing with AMG. Uh, I mean, it's not exactly a full reinforced token if it's one-sided. No, I know. <laughs> I know. But but I don't think uh, FFG or AMG have done double-sided tokens before. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think so. Do you see the article mishap? Yeah. What was that? It says 20 on the dice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. On the trophy. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I knew that. I saw that. that, That's that's old. (laughs) But so. I mean, they they might have markers. (laughs) Oh yeah. Liam mentions it. They did have those R two tokens. That's true. Mm. The charge charge tokens. I have those, and I use them all the time. I should have known. They must have done. Yeah, but that's not AMG. Okay, MG have done nothing. So let's see. <laughs> I mean, um, I assume this is this is made from FFG as well. Yeah. Before. No. Ah. Uh, Maybe. I wouldn't think so. But who knows? Anyway, that is this, neither here this, nor there. What is much more interesting this, this, is where yeah. these things are going to be given out. I think. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we do have some events. Like uh, today, it was announced that there will be an event in Hanover. Yeah. From the 29th to the 31st of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something in Il- in England, Milton Keys, I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been oh, rumors no. floating around about maybe a Nordics. Um. I mean, people are at least uh, looking into that. Yeah. And in Italy, I do believe that Miniax is also being... I don't know if they are a world open qualifier or they just count as a nationals, but they do have, you know, world invites on stake as far as I know. Yeah. So OP is starting up again, guys. Yeah. This is what we've been waiting for. Absolutely. Yeah, Birmingham Games Expo. Fantastic. Third of June. Yeah. Great. I mean, it's something. I mean, everything started to open up just around the world right now, so that's that's great. Mm-hmm. And except except Eastern Europe. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, well, um, there are, there are other reasons there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There are other reasons, obviously, mm-hmm. horrible reasons. But yeah. Uh, what about those templates, though? I kind of like them. I yeah, like them as well. They're fresh. Um, they're fresh. <laughs> yeah, I, I was amazed that you guys didn't comment on it right away. I I, I like that template I mean, set. I could I could see myself own one of those. As my, I, I don't know, 11 set of templates or something. Yeah. I mean, so are you planning to attend any of these events? It's going to be know. hard. It's going to be hard for me. Yeah. It's going to be really, really hard for me. I mean, I, 
I we're might getting, like very little uh, advance notice. I mean, even Hanover in July is. I mean, hasn't everybody planned out their summer at this point? Yeah. Well, I stopped planning uh, out summers two, three years ago. So I, I might, I might be available for that, actually. So I'm, I'm keeping the doors open at least. Yeah. I, I, I want to try. I want to try to attend. I'm gonna try to get to Hanover, um, and I'm very intent on going to Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and if there's a Nordics, then certainly. Mm-hmm. But let's see about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, why the why the hell do I live in an island in the middle of the fucking North Atlantic? Yes, I I agree. That is a good question. Eight, eight. You see, what you happened should, was um, that a, a long time ago there were some prisoners. Or some criminals, and then we threw them out, and then they traveled to Iceland. I told you this story before, haven't I? <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Well, Eight, you can always move uh, to Småland in Sweden. I want to go there. I want to. I want to move there. <laughs> I've been wanting to do that for like twenty years or something. What, what, what is right. it exactly with Småland that you are so? I just want like a uh, uh, double. Double storage red house with a white white roof next to a next to a lake. Yeah, okay, that does That's... sound kind of attractive. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> with a lot of space, like I can go skinny dipping in the mornings and. Okay, and make make a note that if I also move there, we don't <laughs> we don't live too close. Then. No. Yeah. If that shit's happening. Easily. <laughs> You know, at the uh, far end of the lake, with, with some cover. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, preferably he sort of lives, you know, downstream from us. Yes, yes, that's a good point. <laughs> okay. Um, in other news, yep, uh, we knew the Rogue Starfighter was coming. Yeah, I mean, we had already; it had been spoiled. But now we got real stuff. Yeah. So, uh, who wants to read the stat line and the pilot we got and all that? So I nominate Stefan. I nominate Steppy. Okay, Steppy, Steppy, you're our man. If you can, you're the reader. You you want me to read Cad Bane for you? Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Cad Bane, infamous bounty hunter, pilot skill four. After you perform an attack that hits, you may spend two charges to transfer one of your non-lock red or orange tokens to the defender. Dead to rights, that's a a ship ability. While you perform an attack, if the defender is in your bullseye, defense dice cannot be modified using green tokens. Uh, The ship has two reds, two greens, five hull, two shields, and two recurring charges. Yeah, for yeah. for Cat Bane, yeah. Yeah, for Cat Bane at least. Uh, the um, the uh, recurring charges. Uh, no, 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 no. The action bar is uh, focused to either a boost or a barrel, evade to a barrel, a target lock, and then a red boost. And well, the the boosts and barrels are basically red if you want them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this looks like it could be a pretty decent ship. 
Yeah, we're sort of missing we, the dial a little bit to yeah, really yeah. know where it's at, but... I mean, if it has a decent dial, that action bar is phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. I I would and, imagine that it has everything on the dial. I, I, I feel like FFG is uh, turned a bit lazy in the latter years, just putting like every one, two, and threes onto the dial. Uh, have you Probably seen? Have, have, have you seen the the dial for what? What was the Mandalorian ship? I I grant you that the uh, <laughs> that dial. What one, two, and three are 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 blue? Nothing else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope it has. It, it hopefully it has these blues. It doesn't need to have fantastic blues, but if it just has like sort of X-wing blues. T sixty five blues. It will be okay if it is better than that. It will be really good. Mm-hmm. Well, Catbane will be will be awesome. He can just jet out those uh, stress tokens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and look, this is weaponized stress. Yeah, I don't think it we is. have weaponized stress anywhere. No. I think this is the first one. They'll probably ban the cart as soon as they see how. No, but I mean, is. I mean, it is thematic though because. There is nobody else in the Star Wars universe that can stress you out quite like being up against Cat Bay. Mm. <laughs> but, but on on a good note, there we we never got weaponized stress in two point right? Mm. No. right? Right, <laughs> right. But we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh... The promises were kept. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we are getting but... two ships. But but the uh, yeah triple zero Sloan Liam asks with uh, yeah well true uh, but I mean true. there's agency involved in triple zero you can opt out of it yeah and, give and, him a, and, and on Sloan you can just not kill my ships well yeah, exactly. be a decent person <laughs> and kill Sloan instead I will put that though uh, that you know the attack has to hit so there's slight agency there in that sure. yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I mean, but it's on attack. It's not a primary or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It, it would be better if it was a primary because the primary is a two dice gun, uh, which, and because people were talking about, it's known for its powerful engines and devastating laser cannons. I see here in the show notes uh, from their uh, advertising blurb. So it probably has cannons, right? Well, if we were talking in two point I would almost sell my soul to the fact they would have cannons, but who knows in 2.5, ships have everything and nothing and different things. I don't know. I don't know. I have no I idea. Mean, I mean, I think the, the, the really important stuff sort of sticks. Like every B-Wing has a cannon slot, for instance. Sure, sure. And But, but I would assume this one would have a cannon. And that brings us also, will we get a new cannon with this? I don't know. I mean, I think um, first of all, maybe a twin laser cannon. <laughs> as long as it's not in the turret, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I would say well, that it, w- it's, it does say devastating laser cannons, but that doesn't mean the cannon upgrade because the things you normally shoot with, the ones that mm-hmm. are like on a Tie Fighter that you just shoot your two guts with, those are cannons mm-hmm. as well, right? They yeah, are laser yeah, cannons. Yeah. But uh, I would say for this one, I mean. They already alluded to uh, Cat Bane's personal uh, version of the Rogue class, which is called Sanadu Blot, uh, which is also the paint job for, for I don't know, the pretty one, the one mm-hmm. that is not dull and gray. 
Um, yeah. And uh, in 2.5, I mean, that is probably only going to be him that can fly that. Or mm -hmm. maybe if we have this, uh, what's his face? His uh, Cat Bane's droid. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, what was it called? Oh, the cute little droid there. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but it said that... Uh, Toto. Uh, Toto. What's called and, Toto? They, and this is from the article. Uh, Cat Bane, Ooh. who's customized Sanadu Blood, is equipped with a cloaking device and overtuned main weapons. And this is main. from the freaking AMG article or, you know, the Aspidy web shop. Okay, so, is it, so if is this it... thing can cloak mm -hmm. and has probably free attack dice mm -hmm. or at least some kind of conditional free attack dice. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe the title gives him extra attack dice or something. Yeah. Liam says the proton cannon. cannon. Proton cannon was leaked on the last points guide. Um, that is true. We did see the proton cannon, and we also saw. Was it a torpedo? The tracking torpedo, I think it was called. Yeah, 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 yeah. something like that. What's and and no, homing, that... homing torpedo? It was called because we do have tracking oh, yeah. torpedoes. They're an epic thing. Mm. Yeah. So probably There's... proton cannons. That that is, mm -hmm. that's a good bet with a cannon heavy ship like that. Yep, yep. So otherwise, I mean, uh, we're gonna see Cat there. Uh, this is in Scum. I'm assuming we'll also get him in CIS. Yes. Um, probably. Grievous's guards. Uh, the Magna Mac Magna Magma whatever guards. They also flew these. Hmm. And then there is a very interesting thing. And I looked into canon and I got quite confused. But if you remember in The Mandalorian, mm -hmm. there's this episode called The Prisoner in season one where they uh, where they bought the New Republic ship and tried to rescue Twilight Guy and everything goes to Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. At the end of that episode, at the space station, mm -hmm. uh, the guy there who's called uh, Ransar Malk, he double-crosses okay. uh, the Mandalorian and sends out a gunship to fight him. That gunship yeah. looks an awful <clears throat> lot like a rogue-class starfighter, mm -hmm. but it is actually what they call a Porax 38 starfighter. And depending on which cannon source you look at, then the rogue-class is a modified Parks 38, or it's a completely different ship, or, but I mean, if you look at it, it's just the same thing. Yeah, almost. Well, you can see like the, like the cockpit is not the same, but yeah, it looks really, really similar. Uh, the cockpit is pretty similar too. Ish. Ish. I mean, it's more. It it has more like a Tie Fighter feature. With a cockpit, more more windows, right? Yeah, maybe. But mm. I mean, it could also be that the rogue class is just modeled off what we see in the Clone Wars, means it's modeled off, uh, you know, uh, animated. And yeah. this thing in the Mandalorian is, you know, obviously live action, so they change mm -hmm. things a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, but we're gonna get. 13 pilots with this pack. 
which yeah. is a lot. Note, of course, that there are there are two factions, mm -hmm. and since there's two ships, then of those thirteen, every time there's a generic, there's going to be two cards for that per mm -hmm. faction. Yeah. So, I mean, normally, and the way they've been going recently, we would probably get two sort of straight up generics for each faction. Mm -hmm. uh, or rather, we would get one generic per faction, so that would be two card per two cards of the thirteen per faction. Yeah. And then I would suspect they keep doing this sort of. Then we have instead of having a higher initiative generic, you have one that is higher initiative but also like double pipped. Mm -hmm. For CIS, that could be the Magna Guards. It seems like a good fit. Yeah. Uh, who knows what it's going to be for Scum? Uh, and if Cat is in both faction, then that leaves like three more pilots and maybe we, we could get this Ransa Malk guy not that we see him fly it but I mean he has one so who knows yeah I mean sounds possible I mean <laughs> have you seen have you seen like Facebook when uh, AMG announced this there were a lot of people who started yelling. But I just want to buy what? one of those ships. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, dry up your eyes. It's not that much more expensive to get two. Well, you are getting two for the price of two. Basically. <laughs> but it's uh -huh. fine. <laughs> Three at the minute, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift, not a price, as we would say in Icelandic, you know. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, uh, if we would just get one with all those pilots, then this one ship would probably be more expensive than just buying two. Uh, uh, in, in like, uh, yeah, well, it would be more expensive than the buying two packs of the a singular. So I, I get it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, we can all, if you go back far enough in 1.0, then, you know, a small ship costs $10, right? Yeah. It costs 20 now. Yeah. Can we move on? I mean, mm -hmm. X-Wing is still, compared to most miniature games, pretty affordable. Mm -hmm. um, and when it gets expensive is when you want, you know, many of everything. And in those cases, then it probably makes sense to do this. At least you have two different paint jobs and so on. The only complaint I could have is if they come out with a ship that seriously only have one viable pilot, then I would be mm -hmm. a little bit annoyed of having two. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I mean, if I could have, uh, I'm not a big CIS player, but I do have like most things and I have multiples of most things. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, something like Huena Bombers or... Uh, Nantexes or HMPs. Oh, I would have loved to get those two packs. Mm -hmm. uh, and if all the the same thing with all the Edda 2s, I would have loved an Edda 2 2 pack with two different paint jobs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. that would have been great. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that might just be me. By the way, just a little hat sim. You were talking about X-Wing as a cheap game, which, is, which it is for a miniature game. Can you imagine... If you were playing Warhammer and you were like a completist, you need, needed to have one at least of everything. 
Oh God. You would have you would have to buy a house for it. <laughs> no, actually, that's that's not correct, Gisli. You would have to sell a house in order <laughs> yeah, to yeah. afford it. <laughs> Probably. And then you would have nowhere to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, so uh Gisli, now you completely failed us last time. No, I know it was like a medical thing. Yeah. Uh but it meant that you didn't participate in our uh, 2.0 episode uh, with the no. uh, with the 2.0 community. And no, no, no. even though uh, this episode is going to be mostly 2.5 focused, uh, because as we promised our listeners, we will try mm-hmm. to sort of stick to one or the other so people can opt in and opt out if they're not yeah. interested in it. We thought that we would still just want to bring this... Um, yeah, just just um, a, just, a, just a little clarification about yeah. things. I mean, I mean, uh, my name and name has obviously been popped up uh, for the two point committee. So I'm just gonna. So you are in the rules and points council. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. Yes. So uh, right now we are just setting up things how we wanna do it. Uh, nothing is set in stone right now. We have had some meetings. Uh, basically, uh, we're going to follow the Nisei path of, uh, and have a, like a recruiting committee of trustworthy community members, which means, uh, if you will, if you want to be a part of this, you can't just apply. So it's not going to be like some secret committee. No one can get into. Oh, but so. you, but you did say trustworthy. No, trustworthy. Yes. The re- the recruiting committee. Uh, okay, so oh, you're yeah. not okay. on that one. Oh, oh no, Prob- yeah. probably not. Probably and, okay. no. And, and if you're looking for trustworthy people, I was just going to say that. Oh, that excludes me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just want and... Vader at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, basically, if if anyone is interested in, interested. In being on the council, we will come out with ways for you to uh, basically apply for it. So, all right, yeah. Okay. So, and and I mean, if you have something, if you have something you would wanna be a part of, basically, let's say you you are good with points, or you uh, you know the rules very well and can read all about it. Sure, and then you're great for that. Um, uh, uh, we will also put out an interim points update. Uh, we uh, just in the near future, where we will focus on the new content first. But uh, after that, we are 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 going hard in on everything. But we wanna. What do you mean the new content? Well, we did put out points for the new content. But th- that was done in a hurry. Oh, so you're gonna so, sort of uh, look again at the the Mandalorian yeah, yeah, yeah. wave. Yeah, 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 exactly, Mandalorian, and and also this new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but right now we are also f- just following the September rules. Um, yeah, and within the council, people will get basically job job descriptions. Hmm. So, uh, 
some one will be just for points, other will be on rules. Some may be on both because we need those two groups speaking together at least. And hopefully someone on uh, epic stuff. Uh, yeah. Do you need someone on Vader stuff? <laughs> a, a Vader special consultant. Yeah. <laughs> down, but down, down. Part of the show. You know, well, yeah. the headliners <laughs> always have like an extra helper, right? Well, yeah. to, be, to be fair, Stepi, you're not qualified <laughs> for Vader stuff. No, true. You're, do not you trust, you're not trustworthy. You just said so. Yeah. yeah. No. Vader, one point. Luke, one point. <laughs> ha, basically. Ha, ha. Uh, I see you, Vader, uh, and lower Luke. Every, basically, everyone you see in the original trilogy, one point. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, the target point is in about six weeks, I think. So. Okay, so that is about uh, when when this rogue thing and probably the C ninety five. We hope. Yeah. Is yeah. gonna release. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully by that time we will have had most of the content uh, for those ships so we can release it. Anyways, I'm done for this and we can continue with 2.5 content. So if anyone is not interested in 2.5... No, 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 no. no. We do have uh, two more items that are sort of shared a little bit. True. That is true. I mean, they are 2.5 tainted, but they are mostly entertaining, which is the quiz, mm-hmm. which is going to be a 2.5 quiz. And oh, then shit, it I'm is screwed. the Thulu challenges, which is also about 2.5. You're not screwed, Aid. You have as many points as Geesley and Steppy put together. Yeah, but if, if we're going to have a lot of quizzes about 2.5, I'm, I'm screwed. Well, you have won them so far. Sure. Which means that you are a 2.0, 2.5, you know... Marvel. A specialist. <laughs> okay. So, we are going to go with the quiz. And, uh, yeah, Woo-hoo. we are going to have to do the same rules that we usually do. Most correct wins. If there's a tie, then first responder wins. If you respond before I'm finished reading the question, you can't win on time. So, I am now going to paste this link in like a million different places. So, I will put it in the podcast chat on Discord. I will put it on Twitch. And I will strongly encourage everybody to participate. And I am also going to give it to you. Here and... Ah! I clicked the wrong thing. Um, So, the topic of the quiz tonight is... And this is, of course, by the beautiful pink editor. <clears throat> is range zero all the situations related to range zero attacks? And we are going to go pretty quick because otherwise this quiz is too easy. So, how many attack dice does an undamaged pure sabak roll in a range zero attack? Three, four, or five? Question two. How many attack dice does Paylob, equipped with the Moldy Crow title, roll in a range zero attack? Two, three, or four. 
in a range zero attack, this is question three, the attacker's dice can only be modified using force. So can a ship with fifth brother gunner modify a focus result to a crit result? Is it obviously yes, because that's the ability of that upgrade, or no, nevertheless? Next question. In a range zero attack, Saint Marana rolls a natural crit. Can she spend that crit to deal one face down damage card to the defender? Obviously yes or no. Next question reads, while attacking a Republic BTL B Y-Wing at range zero, you roll a critical hit. Can the defender use the plated hull ability of the Y-Wing to change that to a hit result? Again, yes or no. If a ship is strained, in a, if a strained ship defends in a range zero attack, does it roll one fewer die because of the strain token? Yes or no? And finally, if Midnight has a ship locked and attacks at, and attacks it at range zero, can Midnight prevent the ship from modifying its roll? And here we go. <clears throat> oh, that was quickly. And Liam answered first. So let's. Didn't Liam? Didn't? Oh man! I'm Liam cheated. He answered yeah, before he, I was he, done. He, yeah, he, he. Liam, you need to listen to Jan. No, but I I, only... I, it does. It, it doesn't count for Liam. It just counts for you. Sure, true. Sure. Okay, so um, how many attack dice does an undamaged Piercer back roll in a range zero attack? The correct answer is three. Why? He's adding dice. Yes, not but uh, you're not allowed to add dice. Oh, I thought you were not allowed to modify what? them. You, uh, you are not allowed to modify or add dice. Or add. Okay, I have everything. <laughs> so it's like, it's like a special them. case. Uh, oh. It's not that bad, Kisly. Uh So, uh, how many attack does Pale Up shoot in a range <coughs> sir, attack? Uh, I should say that uh, it also had it wrong. Stevie had it right. <coughs> um, how many attack does Pale Up equipped with Moldy Crow title roll in a range sir, attack? We have Gisli and Aid saying three, and Steppy saying two. And the correct answer is three. And this is due to Moldicrow not adding dice, but actually increasing the primary weapon value. Yeah. Which is I just well, well <laughs> you're you're getting a primary attack value. <laughs> it only has turret. Yeah. I, I, oh yeah, I, that's I, true. I have to say, I thought this was a trick question in that uh, the multi-crow turret is usually off to the side, and if you're shooting someone at range zero, you're not using, you're probably using the front. Yeah, but the multi-crow uh, adds the front. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was then. Uh, we can continue here. 
uh, can a ship with fifth brother gunner modify a focus result to a crit? And everybody, including Liam, except it says no, they can't. And it is correct. Yay. They cannot because you can only use force for its default effect. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, am I ahead then? No. Yeah. You want you want step or are equal? I think so too. Yeah. In a range zero attack, Saint Marana, um, blah blah blah. Can she spend the crit? Mm-hmm. And Liam and Ed says no. And Geesley and Steppy says yes. And she cannot because spending a result is considered dice modification. Yay. Yeah, I suck at this. Yeah, you do. You So if anybody's playing against Geesley, don't assume he knows the rules. <laughs> um, then when you shoot at a Y-Wing... No, to be fair, yes. I... I... With a, uh, I thought it was only modifying dice, but not not uh, adding this dice. So. Yeah, yeah, but you also, I mean, spending results is modification. Yeah, true. 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 But we will see. There might be, uh, there might be a little upside for you when you shoot a, a Republic Y wing at range zero and roll a natural crit. Can the defender use the plated hull? And Liam and Aid and Steppy says, yes, of course, that's what it's there for. But Gisli, Gisli, he says, no. And Gisli is correct. And now you're saying, why is that so? That is so because the range zero rule states that attack dice cannot be modified. Yeah, exactly. Not your attack dice. But it is... The attacker's dice cannot be modified. That's what it says. Oh, the attacker's dice. Okay. The attack just. So it doesn't matter if you're the defender, you can't. No, it would be the same like if you were, I don't know, Django and you did a blue and Mm. somebody bumped into you with a white. You can't change his focuses to blanks. Not that you would want to, but let's say he was a force user, you might want to. You can't Mm -hmm. do that because you can't modify his, his dice. Huh. Okay. If a ship is strained and the defense in a ranger attack, does it roll one fewer die because of the strain token? And you all agree that obviously yes. That is something that will work. And mm-hmm. that is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not you or they or anybody moving removing dice. That is just game effects. Mm-hmm. And if midnight has a ship locked, and it attacks that ship at range zero, can it prevent the ship from modifying its defense, its dice roll? So effectively, it will affect the, uh, it will prevent the defender from modifying his green dice, which he normally can. Mm-hmm. You all say, yes, that is what Midnight does. And yes, Midnight's ability do still work. So all in all, as usual, Ed wins again with five correct answers to Gisli's four and Steppy's three. And was I first as well? <sighs> you were not first. You were 10 seconds yeah. after Gisli. Oh, what? I like, as soon as you finished the question, I, I entered. No, I did as soon as. You must be looking at me because I was 
just toppling around. Uh, and Steppy, I mean, it, does, it doesn't Steppy, matter. Steppy was, it ha- Steppy was half a second after uh, after it. Really? Okay, so you were really late at it. Uh, I was I was changing my name, just trying to make Jan laugh on air. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, actually, I'm not sure even. I I don't think Steppy actually participated. It's somebody else who called themselves Steppy, the best 2.5 player in the galaxy. <laughs> So that was Rain Sorrow, and uh, and it is now seven points for it, three points for Gisli, three points for Steppy. Oh God! Oh God! So <laughs> this, at, at some point, this will become a eight versus rest competition. Mm-hmm. At some point, but I mean, now you have more points than those put together. So yeah, we should we should. Uh... We should reset at twenty, right? Wait, so Sa- Sammy, Sammy is saying uh, Wets cannot use his ability to minus a defender dice. That is correct. Why is that? Because uh, when you are attacking, you cannot modify the defender's dice either. The attacker cannot modify the defender's dice, including okay. removing dice. Okay. 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 Which is normally not considered modification, but the whole thing, like, no, you can't add or remove dice if you're an attacker. It doesn't really oh, fit into the rules, but they just sort of wrote it anyway, and it sort of yeah. works, I guess. Yeah, I just remove those pumping rules, man. They're horrible. Eh. Oh no, they are. Care. It doesn't matter. They are, and I. Uh, yeah. And. Nah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the way I've, I've, and the way I've flown, at least, I mean, I, I'm not bumping that much with road anyway. So, you just have to change your playstyle, basically. Yeah, it does help if you decide that you fly a list with a lot of I ones in them, uh, and nobody else is flying I ones. Sure, but I also flew road in for 2.0 as well. So. That's true. Anyway, I agree. You don't necessarily bump that much unless you know that that is something that could happen. And in that case, mm-hmm. you you know take your chances. Yeah. Um, I would say that uh, f- having flown a Fang today, I was super happy that when you blocked it, I could still get... I mean, I ended up blocked, but I have focus and stress. Just like always. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's move on to Thule challenges. So oh, you guys gonna do it anytime soon? Yes, we are. Uh, we I actually had hope we could have had it done. Um, oh, so by the way, to to recap, I challenged Jan to create a competent uh, scum list for two point five. Can't be I, done. I don't think competent was a requirement, but uh, I mean, since you challenged me to not only create the list but also play you with it, I mm-hmm. obviously had to try hard, which I have. Yeah. So, <coughs> and, and you have been bumping ideas with me. Yes, I have, and I have been playing it twice today, on a table. I played an earlier version, uh, based on our conversation which some parts of it made it through, but I changed quite a lot. Um, but uh, maybe 
we should say we haven't played, but we are going to play soon. And I hope we will have a chance to stream it. Uh, so people can follow along and see how bad Scum is or how great of a player I am. It's going to be one of those two outcomes. Right? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. One of two outcomes. Out of, out of two outcomes. I would say that the things that are good in Scum uh, are not, uh, you know, ships I'm used to flying, which is really hard. Uh, mm -hmm. So that has also changed, actually, some of my builds. But I had to keep one piece in there. Mm -hmm. But I think what we do today, Gisli, is that we each sort of <clears throat> commit to our lists. Yep. Um, and uh, and just uh, go them on air. And I figured that, uh, that since your list is a lot easier to read off, you could start. Yes. Well, uh, I'm just going to fly the list I have been flying... Well, I am 10 and 0 with this list, and I'm just waiting to lose <laughs> with this list. Um, so the list is basically, it's uh, Commander Goran with Disciplined and uh, Shield Upgrade. And it's Nas Windrider with uh, Shield Upgrade. And there's uh, four Alpha Squadron pilots all with Disciplined. Yeah. It's funny how that's good, huh? I mean, when we when we initially, I mean, I think it was like the day after we saw the first mm -hmm. uh, scenario game played, I was like, huh, I wonder if six interceptors would be good with this, assuming yeah. that I would get six alphas. But apparently mm -hmm. I'm getting four alphas now with Disciplined, and then I'm mm -hmm. getting uh, Nash with Disciplined. No? Yeah. No? Yeah. Nash with what? No, not no, no. He he only has shield upgrade. He only has he, shield upgrade. Nash, okay, only a shield upgrade. Nash, yeah, Nash Nash doesn't, doesn't have, have talent stuff. He's not talented. No. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a Goran that has been changed, which is sad for the strikers, but I mean his new ability is like fantastic for interceptors. What? <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, Goran basically. Goran. Uh, I'm going to read 2.0 Goran, how it was. Because uh, Commander Goran said, uh, after a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 with a lower initiative than yours, partially executes a maneuver, it may perform a red focus action. Okay, that's a great ability, especially with strikers. Mm -hmm. But 2.5 Goran says, at, well, at, uh, at the start of the engagement phase, choose a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 with a lower initiative than yours. The chosen ship gains one evade token. No, it can't be stressed. And removes one non-stress red token. And actually, in the 10th game I played, I read it again, and then I saw it actually removed that one non-stress red token, which means I, I could have basically jammed off a you lot of target won, locks. You could have won harder. Yeah. <laughs> I could have won harder in some games. So, <laughs> I mean, this is uh, probably not the best list you have there. In, in It's not the best list in 2.5. Uh, no, no, no. But it's a very, very solid sort of A-tier plus list. Uh, it, it, To be fair, it's probably not great in the satellite array no, where I, I have to I hope we draw that one <laughs> <laughs> but all the others 
are well at least the, the well the the catch the flag one it's just it's amazing there <laughs> and tag it's really really good as well yeah okay so my list uh i obviously let's start with the humble pieces so we start with uh ahav in mm-hmm. his little mining guild tie fighter because uh, he's two points because he's two points and because occasionally i mean i have not built the, i i know i was going to play this intercept the list I have mm-hmm. I decided not to try to build a list just to counter your imperial list as good as I could. Mm-hmm. I tried mm-hmm. to build a list that I think could be generally competitive, mm-hmm. and I have not asked anybody to play interceptors against me for practice either. Mm-hmm. So I have quite good there. Two points. If somebody brings a medium or large space ship, he's more than worth his two points. If not, mm, he's probably worth his two points. Yeah, that's it. As it turned out, I also ended up taking the Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a lot less hyped on him. Um, yeah, but I it's mean, hard. It's hard to keep him. Uh, yeah, useful. there's so much stuff going on on the table that staying out of range two of all his friends is a little bit hard. Mm-hmm. But I could see it happen in like certain configurations of the board for uh, satellites, especially. Um, or even for um, for scramble. Then uh, I obviously had to add a fang. So cat solace for four points uh, mm-hmm. seemed like a really good idea. Uh, yeah, I, and and his, and his ability is quite nice. It's quite nice. K turn or or talent roll get two focus tokens. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's really nice. Uh, and it took so much discipline for me not just to top pop fearless on him and call it a day. Um, mm-hmm. But I went the discipline route and realized that fangs are gonna fang, and then I popped a hull upgrade on him, hoping that he would fang less often. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, that has worked out for me. Uh, I mean, he survived one of my games today with one hull, um, so so that was that was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have another four pointer, which is a really, really um, a good bargain, you can say, which is Manaru. So, uh, as we all know, back in 1.0, Manaru and Dangar was a dynamic couple that went around the galaxy destroying things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that what happened, because that's what usually happens with young couples, so this is sort of my headcanon, is that as we mm-hmm. came to 2.0, uh, Manaru was pregnant and she had to stay home with the baby and everything and Dengar still he sort of came out every now and then like had a boy's night out and wrecked the town like he usually did but nah, it was not a lot there but now Manaru is a brand new woman and Dengar is home babysitting and now she gets mm-hmm. to play because that's what 2.5 is all about yeah so Manaru gets the free punishing one um mm-hmm. and it's actually not that free because the new cost for me for putting punishing one on her is losing the cruise lot yeah that is really important uh and i could have found something useful for that cruise lot especially since she has nine upgrade points yeah um but i ended on putting the r5p8 droid on her the paint bot thing which i think is mm-hmm. like a, a a good old uh Manaru Dengar family tradition to have that one on. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, gives her some rerolls. Obviously a damning beam because there's an empty cannon slot. And mm-hmm. uh, contraband cybernetics because the dial is really bad. <laughs> and then I was sort of left with two points and ended up just popping uh, enduring on her. Um, she does have two agility and you might be able to cancel a crit here and there. And that's just yeah, nice. just, just just pop enduring. Enduring is a really good upgrade. It is a really serious upgrade. Yeah. So so far we had four ships and I've only spent uh, twelve points. Twelve points. That's a, I think it's a really really solid start. It is a solid start. So then comes mole, and this is where the whole wholesomeness of this list just goes out the window. So mole <laughs> in the gauntlet with hate because he's mole. Uh, with trick shots, because apparently it is fancy now for force users to also have talents. Wait, um, wait you, you, you have Maul, and you have the swivel wing, and what more? Uh, uh, well, trick shot, hate. Oh, yeah. Trick shot and hate, uh, contraband. Uh, and then I popped in the drop seat bay to get a little bit more room. Because you see, what happened is that Maul made an alliance with uh, with the Huts, so he has mm-hmm. Jabba on board because they're really tired of the Empire coming to Mandalore and messing things about. So this is both Jabba and Maul in the same ship, hmm. uh, and Jabba can sort of power that contraband a little bit, so Maul oh. can sort of stand still for five turns in a row with mods, which is useful. Uh, and then we have the Night Brother title on there. Um, and at this point, I mean, once we start getting stressed, we don't really care about how much stress we get. Uh, notice that the Night Brother also only works when stressed, so that actually works out really nice. Uh, we might as well just pop Sockers on, because then on every single shot, I can just tell you to reroll a green, because that seems fair and balanced. Um and then originally I had Greedo on, and then one one point left, which I sort of put into I don't know Visako or something that was just sitting around in a corner. But I threw Visako out as everybody should, and then I upgraded Greedo to Veteran Tail Gunner. And I did not have that in my playtesting, but I believe in Veteran Tail Gunner over Greedo. It does mean that this list cannot generate crits naturally, which is a disadvantage. But having Mole just be able to generate crits was not necessarily that attractive either. Why can't I put Jabba the Hutt on Mole? Because you haven't put a drop seat bay in. Because that's how you get enough crew slots. Uh, And also, Gisli, if you wanted, the link is in... uh, in the show notes. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just building it. So, so you have hate, trick shot, Jabba, contraband, drop seat, swivel wing, night brother, and suckers. And what was the th- what was Veteran the last tail one? gunner? Oh yeah, of course. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. He is quite a thing that mole. He is. Um, so. I mean, he can do some nifty things, and I I think we went we went over them. But it's just like if I have to summarize. So we have eleven health to agility. Mm-hmm. He can rotate, 
but he doesn't really want to because oh. <laughs> once he rotates he cannot rotate again and he cannot get his agility back to two before he fully executes a maneuver mm-hmm. that is not a stop maneuver <laughs> and and that's not what he's there for i mean this is tower defense mole right mm-hmm. so he has free force he gets force back when you shoot him does not once he gets into t- tower mode he does not care about stress at all there's nope. n- there's he i mean i ran out of stress tokens when i played him today uh he can use suckers on every single attack every time he shoots somebody he's mm-hmm. like oh you rolled a natural of eight what if you tried again yeah uh and every second turn he can gain a focus uh, and evade from uh Jan, yeah you you can't be stressed to use suckers Really? No, that's true. That's true. So you've basically lost all of your games now by uh, default. Yeah. I, I, no, because <laughs> I I didn't really use them that much. Uh, okay, uh, that might actually change something for me then. Yeah, hmm. I would think so. I just realized that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to just go with it. Uh, in that case, let's just for the matter's sake, let's change him to Kira. Yeah, I was I was thinking about I was hovering over Kira here. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah, but I really don't like to because I mean he I'm not there to target lock rocks, I'm there to target lock opponents. No, but if if you're staying at the same place, you might as well have a have a lock on a, a rock. No, to... I might as well have a lock on you. On what I'm shooting at. All true, true. But I mean, if I have to like pivot or something, then it might be useful to lock the rock that I'm otherwise going to go over. Um, but basically, uh, and thank you for that, Ed. You just ruined my fun a little bit, but I think he's still good. Uh, so uh, uh, every second turn, effectively, once he starts being stressed, he can gain a focus on evade for from Night Brother. Uh, as I said, he can stop five turns in a row. Uh, he shoots at I-5. Uh, he can shoot twice now. He has best from Tail Gunner. Um, he has Trick Shot. And then he can still take an action every turn. So besides his free force and his every other round focus or evade from, from the title, he can either mm-hmm. lock, coordinate, or reinforce. And some of those are red, but he doesn't really care because stress doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Maul. And he oh. likes he likes to eat interceptors, I've heard. But he's a little bit afraid of them shooting at him. Yeah. Just a tad. Go with Kira. Yeah, but he has Kira now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, I, I I would have Kira on board on any any of my ships if I was flying myself. In real life, that is. Sure. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Yeah. So. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we will get to play soon, Gisli. Yep. And hopefully we can get uh, we can get a stream going. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, and see whether I think this is the most degenerate uh, I can build in Scum. 
And uh, I looked at I'm, many things. Um, I was I'm on the path at... that that we talked about in in the in the show where we had like I had a Bosque. You can almost build an equally silly Bosque that can also just stand still. I mean, you can put Java and Contraband <laughs> on him and. But he's mm-hmm. only single modded most of the time. And then I figured out, oh, I can have Bosk and then just Ditz Greedo and put Han Solo Gunner on there. So I could have Focus Lock every turn. But Bosk has 1.2 level for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nah, that didn't work. <laughs> um, but I would say that another feature of this is that if Manaru is nearby, then her uh, Contraband can also be recharged by Jabba. Mm-hmm. Because you probably won't need to stand still for five turns with Maul. No. Because, I mean, you don't usually play five turns. But anyway, uh, as it has been tradition for a while, uh, when a challenge drags out, we just issue in the next one, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yep. I want to challenge you. Yes, no, not not you, Gisli, or you, Aid, or you, Steppy. You, the listener. Ooh, listener Ooh. challenge. Oh. Oh. So. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I want to challenge you to make and describe an alternate objective. We are probably going to put a paste on a post on our facebook at some point with the exact specifics here but yeah from the top of my head basically make an alternate objective it has to sort of fit in meaning that it has to be symmetrical so there can't be one player that has to do one thing and another player that has to do something different it's not like an attack or a defender or anything it has to be symmetrical had to fit in it has to play to 20 it has to use normal squad building rules it can't you know, disallow upgrades or anything. It has to work with standard list building and any list shall be able to play it. Hmm. So basically, you have to play with the same restrictions that AMG has done when they made their set of four. Yeah. You don't have to have five or one objective marker. You probably don't can't have more than five objective markers unless you're really creative. The components you use have to be like readily available through some kind of X-Wing expansion or in the core set or in epic battles or something. You can be creative, but I would say that when we judge this, uh, one of the parameters are going to be like, do people need to read a book to figure out how this works? <laughs> Is there some kind of intuitive way of looking at it? Um, I would also say that the, we would also look at like, can this objective be meaningfully played in 75 minutes? Um, so if it's over in 15, that's probably gonna, in like most cases, that's probably gonna count against it. If it's if it's like the score is three to five at 75 minutes, then no either. Um, so basically it has to fit into the 2.5 game. And oh, I, alre- I already have a, have a objective in mind. Oh yeah, and of course we're not playing. No, yeah, you as hosts are welcome to play. Oh, um, that is, I would be very happy. So um, we need to figure out how people submit these. Um, probably you just 
you know, DM them to either to me on Discord or on Facebook or to the Thule Squadron Facebook Messenger thing. Mm-hmm. Um, more details in the Facebook post, but yeah, uh, if you don't see that post, then poke me or Gisli or someone. Um, and if we can get like three or four objectives that I think are reasonable, then we will do uh, some kind of TTS event uh, with these and uh, and try to have fun. I think. Does that sound fun? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they, have, they have to be fun. like reasonably playable, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I hope and I trust that they that they will be, and mm-hmm. that we can see. And I think, I mean, this challenge can sort of serve two purposes. Uh, I think there are, we could get some really good ideas uh, mm-hmm. as a community, and I think for other people, I think they'll realize that uh, making objectives or scenarios or whatever you want to call them is like really hard. Mm-hmm. And if it's all shit show, we'll just choose the worst one and, and bash people. Yeah. And then I get I suppose that the best winner will get to challenge a host. Mm. Oh god. <laughs> uh, and uh and I will um I, I will I will have to, you know, I, I will put in some constraints. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll just reserve the right to veto any challenge. Like we we don't want you know Geesley having to walk naked through New York or something right that's not a decent challenge. It's fun. Oh, Geesley was up for it in the beginning of the show. No, but that was in small land. That's different. That was in small land, and that was in a in a in a lake. So context. Okay, gotcha. Context yeah. apparently important. Okay. Okay. Then we get into the. Beef of the things, right? That was the first, first third of the show, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. We are. We're only an hour in, so um, if we can do, okay. I think the two other thirds are larger. But let's see. Uh, maybe, maybe. Okay. We have had some tournaments, right? And we. Th- we didn't talk about Adepticon the last time because that was 2.0 only. So we are going to talk about Adepticon now. Woo-hoo. Woo! Woo! Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that is very enthusiastic. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Does this work? Boop. Well, to, I got to say, because we always do like pick up the litter. Yeah. Um, I think we should. maybe. We yeah, should. but 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 how hard is it? I mean, we know A. It, he usually tries to find some janky rebel list, but all the rebel lists are like janky. Yeah, a little bit crazy, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, I feel I feel sorry for A. It, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pick like ten lists. <laughs> we'll just. I get all the picks. I get all the picks. Okay. We'll just... We'll just pick the five to six ship list that had like lots of a hull and uh, <laughs> all the upgrades and everything. You know, it will be easy peasy. It'll be fine. So, 
if we look a little bit first on the overall statistics, uh, then what can we see? We can see average list size is five ships. Very non-surprising. Mm -hmm. um, we have Rebels making up just over a quarter. Galactic Republic making up just over a quarter. Uh, both doing decent in cut as well, with Rebels slightly better. Mm -hmm. um, then we have Empire with like about a sixth of the list. And then it sort of goes down from there. First order, 9%, Scum and Little Knee, 8.5%, Resistance, 6.5%, and Separatist, just 5%. Yeah. Um, no, 4%. No, yeah, no scum or resistance in cut. A single separatist list, a single first order list. Um, so, yeah. Total 186 players. Uh, if we look at the average performance, then the best performing uh, faction is actually separatist with a 60% mm -hmm. performance in nine lists. Now, nine lists mm -hmm. is not a lot but it's still pretty good. Uh, then we have First Order at 53, Rebels also at 53, and Republic at 52. So Empire basically has the second lowest performance. Yeah, but I mean... In, 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 per in percentage. In percentage, but I would say that the lowest being Resistance is like ridiculous low. I mean, there's yeah. 12 resistance lists. They performed 36. Mm -hmm. So they are more bad than Separatist was good. Yeah. Exactly. Also, a very low ship count, actually, for resistance. Just 4.3, which is yeah. the lowest. Yeah. Uh, and Empire having the highest ship count of 5.6, which is very interesting. Yeah, and we will go into resistance uh, yeah. later in this episode. Um, if we look a little bit more on list sizes, uh, then the best performing list size and the most popular is five ships. It is the best performing way. Oh, it isn't actually. Five ships, no. like just over half had five ships, performed like mm -hmm. 51 and a half. Uh, six ships is about 22% of the crowd mm -hmm. and they performed at almost 60 so yeah. everybody flew five ships, but maybe six ships is better. Yep. And three ships is hey, the worst. Hey, hey, what do you know? My my interceptor list is six ships. Fantastic. Now I need <laughs> something there. Congratulations. Um, and well, even, I wouldn't say it's my list. I mean, I, I copied it. Basically. Yeah. And if you look at initiative, uh, highest initiative in the list. Then just over a third have a six as the highest. Another third has a five. And the rest is sort of either four or three. Mm -hmm. And there is like a small climb. So there is some effect. Initiative six does have some value, but it's mm -hmm. not dramatic. No. Um, yeah, I guess... Guess that's it. Then we can look a little bit on the pilots. Um, for rebels, 
We have Hobby winning out with 32 of 51. Blount had 25. Uh, Republic have 38 contrails out of 50 lists. I mean, you can see with Rebels, I mean, Derek and Blount, those are the two two-point chips in the game, in, in Rebels, both yeah. of the two points. What I find interesting is that when you get to Empire, you have Night Beast. There's only like 10 of them. Yeah. He's a pretty good two-pointer. He is a good, very good two-pointer, basically, actually. But the Obsidian is also a two-point ship. It is. And there's a lot of those. But probably in a few lists. There's probably, yeah. they're probably not in a lot of lists. For First Order, we have Revis as the most popular. 10 out of 17. Von Reg in almost half. Uh, Malarus in the Thai FO. How about that? Mm -hmm. Seven of those, six embers, mm -hmm. five recoils. Huh. Uh, Scum? Manaru? 10 out of 16, a half, 9 out of 16, 7 Bosks, 7 Gamma Keys, 7 Nidrus. Cat. Demon Asamine, what is he even doing there? Wait, why, why is there two Cat Scarlets? Is she particularly cheap? I mean, doesn't she only work with if you fly generics? Um, let me see. I'll just grab Kath here. Just take a look at her. I mean, so uh, Kath Scarlet is seven points. It's the same as Emon, the same as Koska. Does she have extra loadout or something? She's 13 loadout. Yeah, the biggest of those three. Ah. Still sound like a dubious choice. Oh, well. Oh, there's only two of them, but it's just weird, I think. Um, so what are all those resistance people flying? Merle Carbon. Half of them. Poe Dameron, Flyboy, the other half. Some sorry, some Black Squadron Aces. In the T-60s. I mean, they're I-4, and I do believe they have some... They're actually not the worst generic, maybe? Four no. rays? I mean, Merle is good for two points. But... He, oh, but he's a three-pointer. Oh, yeah. He's a th oh, sorry. He's a three-pointer. But but uh, the R1J5 in the Fireball is a horrible, horrible two-point chip. It's probably the worst two-point chip. Uh, at least the yeah. worst named two-point chip, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's just... It's awful. But it is fitting that we've chosen Resistance and Separatist Alliance because they are the two least played. And that's the order we mm -hmm. wanted to do them in, right? When we, mm -hmm. when we go into factions later. Mm -hmm. So all in all, the most popular pilot was the Alpha Squadron pilot. <laughs> there was 40 of those in the entire tournament, followed yeah. by Contrail at 38. And he's limited to one per list. Jesus. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shall we just get into the top four? Um, so, Ed, do you want to start with this nice uh, rebel list? Let me bring this up. That's so many All upgrades. Right. One, two, three, four. We got all of them. 
All right. <clears throat> so in the Ewing, we got benthic two tubes. This is Courtney uh, Moore. Courtney Moore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Benthic two tubes in the Ewing with hull upgrade, K2SO, Magvayaro, Markmanship, and the pivot wing config, of course. And then we have in the X-Wing, Edrio two tubes with contraband cybernetics, iron torpedoes and the S-Foils. So we have four tubes. We have all yeah. the tubes. Total of four tubes. And then the B-Wing, Gina Moonsong, uh, jamming beam, markmanship, proton bombs, <laughs> stabilized coils, and trajectory simulator. Mm -hmm. And then another B-Wing. Uh, no, wait. It's an arc. It's an arc. It's an arc. It used to be a B-Wing 1.0, sorry. Uh, so, Ibitsam in an arc with Chopper Astromech, Elusive, Lando, and Veteran Tail Gunner. All right. And uh, in an A-Wing, we have Shara Bay with the Vectored Cannons, uh, Concussion Missiles, and Starbird Slash. This is that, pretty nice. This, yeah. this is a... Yeah. This might actually just be my pick of the litter. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, apart from Benthic, this is like budget Rebels. Like, you can get really good Rebel pieces at 5 in particular. Yeah. But these are sort of like the uh, slightly less good, but okay, at 4. And then you get an extra yeah. ship. And then one yeah. of them, you wanted the U-Wing in there. Um, I'm a little bit confused, I think, about the build on Benthic. Um, Why? I think I would have gone for spending the crew slots on like a perceptive co-pilot and Leia. Maybe. I don't mm, know. Wait, wait, five, six. Yeah, but, but I that. guess with K2SO you give a calculate to yourself, and then you uh, you take a focus and then pass it on to either Edrio, Shara, or Gina. Yeah. Sure. Uh, because, I mean, Edrio, who is the same initiative as Benthic, if he already has a focus when he activates, he gets a free action. Mm -hmm. and that means he does, like, he has a focus and gets two actions. <laughs> uh, in addition to the focus that he can get from Benthic. So, yeah. there's a really, there's some tubes energy there. Mm -hmm. Oh, and... Um, as you might also notice, and especially those of you who are watching the stream, uh, I've recently made some changes to uh, Paper and Matter. So we are now importing things, uh, thanks to Dennis Bale of TTT and Antigravist of List Fortress. We have all the data flowing all the way through. So now you can actually see when you go into matches, you can see which scenario was played, and you can see how many rounds it took to you know, win or lose. Fancy. Yes. And then I'm considering what else I can do with this. I made some handmade stats that we will go through later. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but yeah. But he basically, I mean, he he went 5-1 day one, lost to Steve Cotillo at the end with a very interesting Imperial list. Like the Swedish Sinker, Nash, Lurier, Goran, and Pure Sabak. I love that list. 
Yeah. Oh, and he actually beat him again in top eight. <laughs> Turns out that if you put those rebels into a chance engagement, then it's a then they win. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, do you want to do the other? Uh, do you want to do the other top four, Kisley? Uh, sure. Kyle here. <clears throat> Kyle Lembecker. Uh, he was flying Galactic Republic, flying Anakin. So that's an Ida Anakin with uh, auto blasters, uh, brilliant evasion. Wait, I'm going to pop this up. Yep. Auto blasters, brilliant evasion, malice, markmanship, R7A7, that's a crit droid, and a hull upgrade. All the crits. Yeah, all the crits. all the unblockable crits. Yeah, and then he had Wolf with in the Arc One Seventy Starfighter with Crackshot R Four P Seventeen. What was that droid again? Mm. Um, and a whole upgrade. What was the damn? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, if you fully execute a stress maneuver. Can spend a charge to perform an action. Oh, like if you if you make a red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twice in a game. Okay, so it's like a contraband cybernetics droid, but not quite. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So and also, we have a fantastic Boris Offie uh, with instinctive aim, concussion missiles, and CLT. That and like, contrary, uh, that's like a the Barris Duplo block there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Contrail with Ask uh, Title and Click in the V-Wing as well with Hull Upgrade, uh, Best Title, and Proton Bombs. Yeah. Wait, he that put Ask on Contrail? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, is... yeah. So that's the ionize thing. Okay, that is. Yeah, it is. I don't know if it, that's an that might be an error in the uh, in the thing, or I don't know. Mm, oh, it's maybe. very very deep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. That is also interesting. He went. He went and fifth in Swiss. He lost one game in Swiss. Um, yeah, that was against uh, a rebel list. Yeah, that also ended up in top eight. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he lost against uh, the eventual winner in top four. Okay, Steppy, do you want to do the next rebel list? Uh, yes, yes, I do. We have some completely unknown player uh, called Marcel Manzano uh, flying Maguayaro. Uh, yeah, what a, what, a, what a scrub. Yeah, right. well, c c complete newbie, right? Um, yeah. Maguayaro uh, with Contraband Cybernetics, Hopeful, Leia Organa, Pivot Wing, and Sabine Ren. Gina Moonsong and a B Wing with Jamming Beam, Seismic Charges, Selfless, Stabilized S Foils, and tra uh, Tragedy Simulator. Uh, sorry, Trajectory Simulator. 
Natrum Pollard, also in a B-Wing. Hopeful, Iron Bombs, Jamming Beam, Stabilized Asphalt, and the Tragedy Simulator. And then Shara Bay in an A-Wing. Crackshot, Vectored Cannons, and the Threat Tracers. And then finally, to round off the list, Derek Clivian with Vectored Cannons, and Lieutenant Blount. Oh. No one has seen those two ships <laughs> in any Rebel list whatsoever, huh? No. I, mean, I, like, the, I like the combination of Sabine Wren and Double Trajectory Simulator. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. When I say like, I mean it's like in a, yeah. in a sadistic way. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is, uh, yeah. Because, you know, you know, you know that uh, Sabine is going to be able to proc yeah you know or at least if if she isn't then you're doing a bad job mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and or I, your opponent is doing a really good job and i also really like the call of mac Vallaro in the u-wing which i think is a bit untraditional i mean mm-hmm. all, basically all the u-wings except saw is five so mm-hmm. you can have most of them i think some of them only have one crew slot maybe even most of them so so you can't fit both Sabine and Leia there. But mm-hmm. I think when, what Magva does is, how is it? Eight? Is it like you can only reroll one die? Yeah. Within range free, if you shoot some, something that is within range free of her or something? Mm-hmm. It is, uh, wait a minute. It is range zero to two. Okay. But okay. I mean, with all the upgrades that everybody has going on and all the you know torpedoes and all the force and all the things out there yeah then i mean double modded shots are quite common and maybe there's now value in macbayaro question mm-hmm. mark i think there I, is I... I will just point out that macbayaro is also the five point u-wing that has the most uh, upgrade points uh, 14 as opposed to K2SO with 10 and Cassian with 12 uh, and because you mentioned two crew slots he could have taken body rook but then he only has 10 points and there you know he fills his list with body rook so you know and what about, getting... about Benthic Benthic oh yeah he has 16 oh he could have used he could have taken Benthic Sorry, I missed Benthic. I just oh, yeah. Well, brain fart. never mind me. Brain fart. Yeah. So, but Benthic, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think he selects Makwa then because, basically, she has better initiative, and I think her ability is probably the defensive ability is probably more valuable than the, you know, because he's you know if. If he's if he wants to take Leia and Sabine, then he only has the one focus token to deal out, and this list isn't really a sort of action yeah. sharing list. Yeah. No, no. I mean, they are, if they you are... take Anthic, you want to go with a presented co-pilot. Yeah. Whereas Magwa, Magwa is, uh, I think Magwa is deceptively powerful now, mm-hmm. with all the mods flying around, like Jan said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Benthic would work well with Shara Bay, which he has, but the other one doesn't really need the support that much. Also, because his B wings are not torpedo carriers. 
right? That's not what they're there for. They spent their points on other things, like tragedy stimulators. Um, and he went for the cheap B-Wings, which doesn't have so much loadout. But I mean, they are both Gina and Netrum, I think, are bargains at four. Yeah, I mean, they're so beefy. Three dice gun, and you can launch out bombs. That's that's what they're there for. Yeah, and you get 11 loadout on each of them, right? So, yeah, yeah. So I think, actually, the only ship in this list that you actually end up paying full price for is probably Makla. The other ones are maybe Shower Bay in the A-Wing, but she's pretty solid as well. Yeah. One other thing about this list, Gina Moonsong, uh, which is kind of the most pointless pilot ability, uh, she has the selfless. So she can cancel crits if they're, you know, running around with packages they don't want to lose. Yeah. Take out those crits. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just a second. Okay, dog has been quieted. Sorry about that. Doggo! Um, Doggo! We love Doggo. Oh, I should say that Marcel's only loss was to Steve Cotillo. So we have so, he has so far beaten in Swiss. He came up <coughs> against and beat two of the top four. <laughs> so honorable mentions, I guess. And winning the whole thing, uh, we have Nathan Eide. Which we haven't seen a lot of in the, in the last few years. Um, I think he played in the Lone Star Open, but I, that's about it to my knowledge. So here we have Republic. Uh, he also went. He went completely undefeated throughout the tournament. <laughs> so we have leading Anakin Skywalker. In the in the Y wing, worse than Anakin, maybe not. With shattering shot, iron cannon turret, proton torps, R4P astromech, and afterburners. That is a nifty six point ship. It is. It is. Um, and next to him we have Obi in the Edda two. Which is like a light uh, crit ETA build with patience, marksmanship, auto blasters, and R7A7. So only two crit generating things, but it'll probably be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have Ahsoka in the Delta 7 CLT version with compassion and C110P. Uh, Chopper has really changed the C110P upgrade in uh, 2.5 because you don't play so many rounds. Mm -hmm. You might actually find use for having like a free dice, a free green CLT Jedi with evade that can just mm -hmm. you know jump forward and take a risky objective, mm -hmm. and have you know two force and an evade, and still take a scenario action. That seems pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh no, we can't. Oh, yeah, on Ahsoka. Ahsoka can. Obviously. Ahsoka can, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I will only have one force if you have to do the repositioning before the mm -hmm. reaction, but that's pretty good as well. Yeah, sure. Then Barris in the classic Instinctive Aim Concussion Missile that we also saw before. 
and Contrail with the best title. So, yeah, pretty solid. Five ships. Yeah. And like four of them very maneuverable, and then a Y Wing with afterburners, which I guess is also decently maneuverable. Uh, not only afterburner, it also has the R4P astromech. Oh, yeah. What is it that is like spend a charge and then you can make any basic maneuver blue? Uh, reduce. Yeah. No. Uh, not blue, uh, but reduced. Basically reduced, yeah. Yeah, so now you can fall forward all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. You can fall forward burners and still have your thing. Yeah. So even Anakin can reach for the objectives in the center of the board. Yep. Hmm. That seems decent. And you can shattering shot your proton torpedoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. This this is yeah. Whew. That <laughs> seems pretty good. It does. It does. I yeah, exactly. Whew. And we obviously I mean Nathan ID is a phenomenal player. Like and has been for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is like I don't know what the term is. He's a prodigy, right? Um, yeah, I mean so. he's he's not a kid any longer. He's not a kid any, kid anymore. So a little bit less of he's a kid. Not, let's say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Oh yeah, as we get player. older, he stays a kid. Is that what you're saying, Ed? <laughs> yeah. True. But I mean, it does turn out that you know. Um, we still saw two well-known names at the top tables. Mm -hmm. which, good players are still good. Yeah. And I think it shows that the game is not all about variants, right? Um, no. Has anyone been saying that? I, I think that might be at some point be somebody who insinuated that. Yeah. I'm um, not pointing fingers. So no, uh, I, 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 I at least never said that. No, no, no. I'm not saying so, uh, is there any list that you think we should dig deeper on? Um, so, before Ooh. you mentioned, before you mentioned it, I was going to pick the letter on the on Steve Cotillo. Yeah, but let's look list. at him. Yeah, I I like this list. It has pure Sabak. Yeah. So so we have Liden, mm -hmm. Liden Dree with Iron Cannon's Hull Upgrade and the Maneuver Assist. Mm -hmm. Nash with shields and sensitive, Lurier mm -hmm. with outmaneuver, hull upgrade and sensitive. Mm -hmm. I mean that is basically Gurry, <laughs> not quite, but basically Gurry. Almost, yeah. It's like a downtoned Gurry a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, but it's just four points. I mean, all five ships here are four points. Lytton is only four points. That is a bargain. Mm -hmm. Nash is yep. a bargain at four. Lurier, she's only I three. I guess that's. That's a little bit of a downside, but outmaneuver combined with system phase repositioning with a banked mm -hmm. barrel, hmm, mm -hmm. pretty good. Goran with predator and shield upgrade and sensitive, mm -hmm. and then pure Sabak with elusive cannoness and a shield upgrade. Yeah, that's a good Sabak. It is. It is. He can keep those four dice for quite some time. Yeah. And and pl plus, I mean, you have Goran there, just to dash out evades to pierce a back if if he's in there, 
And Lutan, Lutan is the one that gives you rerolls, right? Yeah, if like she's in your side arc or something. No, if she has you in the side arc. No, in the defender side arc. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean that is the with free interceptors and a striker that doesn't target lock a lot. Then getting rerolls is just what they want. Yeah, Liam is saying here, important to note that Steve Coutillo was a big TTS player over the pandemic and showed on that TTS X-Wing is still real X-Wing. Yes. And I agree. I agree. Myself, have, I, have, I have grown as an X-Wing player over TTS time as well. Yeah, I have not played enough TTS, so I have not grown. <laughs> but maybe I could have grown. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so uh, we see uh, Steve here, who, if I remember correctly, was the first one in a tournament that played Goran when he originally came out. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, we had played that list on stream the, the week before uh, with an almost identical setup. So, but yeah. Oh, yeah, he was flying the. Goran and uh, uh, Strikers list, right? Yeah, and the Discipline Strikers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Very fantastic. And he did, I mean, round five of Swiss. It just kicked Marcel Manzano, 1912, uh, who ended up top two. And that was at Assault at the Satellite Array, which one would think that that six-ship rebel list could do decently. Mm-hmm. Uh, over like a five-ship imperialist. Uh, and then in top four in Scramble, he took Courtney Moore, which was the the other rebel uh, top four player mm-hmm. in, in Scramble, which is perhaps a little bit more reasonable. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Very, very good. And then he lost to Courtney yeah. Moore. Yeah, that was the the return call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. When when he went when they instead of scrambling, they just had to joust. Yeah. Anything well, else? Play, well, play a regular X-wing game. Let's just say that. I mean, I don't think that objective in the middle is gonna do anything really. You just don't want your opponent to grab a point, and it's a range two bubble, so it's quite big. I would not say it's a regular X-Wing game, but we will we will come back to that when we get to the stats, I think. Mm, maybe. Anyone else? Yeah, I mean, it's you, it's you probably like a little bit more jousty, but but still, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's still, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, still a few rounds. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I have, I have a theory about that. Yeah, but uh, let's... Uh, let's... Pick it up when we get there. Mm-hmm. Anything Excellent. else we want to talk about, or shall we move along to? Uh, I've got an eco egocentric uh, list choice. Yes. Oh. I'm scrolling all, right. all the way uh, to the bottom now. Yeah, yeah. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling, and find <laughs> place number twenty-eight. Ha ha, fooled you. Ah, um, it's Colfax Canada, and as you remember, I I tried to make three viewings work. 
and yes. tanks. And they were not as loaded to the gills as these guys are, because Colfax is uh, flying around with four B-wings. <laughs> yeah. He's got Hera, Gina, Tenum, and Braylon. And Hera has jamming beam, plasma torpedoes, mag pulse warhead, seismic charges, shield upgrade, stabilize that for blade wing prototype, <laughs> title, and weapon system officer. Oh, wow. Okay, and that's just the first B-wing. Wait, wait for it. Gina Moonsong with hopeful jamming beam, tractor beam, shield upgrade, and stabilized X-Force. So she's a little light. <laughs> and Tandem with fire control system, jamming beam, auto blaster, advanced proton torpedo, shield upgrade, and X-Force. <sighs> and Braylon Stram, jamming beam, auto blasters, advanced proton torpedo, shield upgrade, and stabilized X-Force. Jesus H. The, they are mouths. Is you can... a lot. I would be thinking, looking at this, that advanced proton torpedoes over normal proton torpedoes. I mean, I know you oh. need to find four more points, but you could yeah, find four more points. You could find four more points. Sure, it's the auto blasters on both of both of them. No, I, I would keep all the, sh all keep the, the shield auto... upgrade. Yeah, the shield, shield upgrade. upgrade. I would. I would. Yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> Five dice bull, uh, in your face is not bad. Oh, or sure. you, or you could ditch both, and then you can fly protons and. Can you fly protons and sync laser? Sync is something like seven or eight points, right? Yeah, I but you need, but you need the, that need that calculate for the sync. No, you don't. To work. You no, don't you need don't. it. You don't. It's just a free. It's a free dice gun. It's it's you don't just need a it. double tap if you. I mean, no, that but, just negates but, but the, that just negates the range three bonus. Yeah, but you do have a three dice gun on the ship. Yeah, yeah, but it's a double tap. Oh yeah, true. Okay. You can you can sure. use the foils, shoot twice the foils to tap with a cannon, but it has to be a cannon. Sure. I mean, it would have been it would have made sense to put the same cannon on Hera because she has the weapon system officer. No, it doesn't. Uh, well, it does if you shoot with a torpedo first and then double tap with the. Uh... Yeah, I guess yeah. you could set that up. You get a target lock again. Yeah, and... I, I, I think. Yeah, I think for ten and Braylon, I would ditch the shield upgrade. Then I would put that would give me six points. I'll put four of them into proton torps, and I'll put the last two into FCS. Oh, he has FCS on one of them at least. Mm -hmm. Oh, never mind. I don't know. I did not end up. You don't here. need FCS on Braylon because he's stressed mm -hmm. and he can reroll anyway. You mm -hmm. need FCS on Tenum because he has uh, stress for focus. See, I'm not a beaming player. I yield. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to feel this at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm assuming that when I get around to do player rankings, I'll probably reset for 2.5. Oh, hey, Nobby. Nobby just right. Nobby! Okay. You're late. Liam that... was bitching about me and Gisli being late. Nobby, he's late. Oh, he's not late. And, and, and Nobby is never late. And Nobby arrives exactly when he needs to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay, he does say he was late. 
in the chat. So so you yeah, are you are late so. if you say it. I mean yeah. <laughs> Okay. You're Shall we no uh move along to the other tournament that we want to quickly cover? <coughs> yep. So over in the Englands, uh in Bordenbrum, there was a little a, a littler event. So but thirty two players, so still like decently sized. This was that, that that would be the biggest tournament in Iceland has ever held if that was in Iceland. Yes, yes, yes. Um similar profile to the other ones. Uh this time no separatist players showed up. Um <laughs> A quarter Republic, slightly below a quarter Rebels. Uh, a surprising amount of scum, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can hear myself. Does anybody have the stream audio on in the background? No, I think it I went don't, away I don't. now. It went away now. No, I can still hear myself. Okay, I hope I'm not double for the listeners. I can hear it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I hear. I hear nothing. Okay, so it's probably it's only when Jan and I don't have the. Hmm. Um, or is it Kisli? No, it's only me. I don't know. Okay, this is very Strange. interesting. Okay, chat, yeah. scream at people if uh, you can also sort of hear an echo of me because then we'll have to fix it. Mm. Um. Anyway, so returning to this. Um, but both Scum and First Order actually have some decent presence. Galactic Empire are not that popular. Resistance, meh. And not at all for for uh, for Sis. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, five ships being most popular uh, with about 40%, 25% for four, and slightly more over 25% for six ships. Uh, again, larger squad sizes seems to perform better. Um, yeah, I don't think we can use the other one for much. Can we see anything here in the most popular pilots? Almost all the Republic bought, brought both Barris and Contrail. Um, Derek and Blount again for the Rebels. It drew rook cast. Half the scum people brought rook cast in the gauntlet. Oh, that is so nice to see. I mean, unless somebody flew two gauntlets, then five out of six scum players brought a gauntlet. <laughs> uh, that's pretty nice. Reavers, both Reavers, Grutch, and Static for FO. Four out of five. Uh, Empire seemed not to be dominated by Interceptors, but by uh, X-1s. I mean, them Brits. They do like their X-1s, don't they? And both Resistance players brought Merle. Yeah, X-1 seems to be the 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 UK version of the Alpha Squadron. Yeah. They, they like it. I mean, this Storm Squadron is an excellent pilot. With a crit mechanic, at least, and it and it's chunkier than the alpha. Yeah, but the alpha has a talent slot for discipline. Otherwise, I would probably trade off uh, two alphas 
or two storms just in that list it seemed like that they just played they played four rounds one of each scenario and then just scored based on that so uh yeah let's just do top four but perhaps a little quicker so the first top four is jordan bishop uh flying republic three wins um and he was flying uh anakin in a wiring i think it's, it's almost like i've seen this list before <laughs> so he was flying nathan's list and, yeah uh, and that went okay he lost to liam so apparently it didn't win that well okay um <laughs> so steppy do you want to do the f- number three uh, yeah, the Kobe Harris, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, Scum and Villainy, he was flying Boba Fett with auto blasters, false transponder codes, fearless hull upgrade, the uh, new Slave One title, the child veteran tail gunner, and then Maul uh, in the gauntlet, right? Flying false transporter coats, Gar Saxon, Knight Brother, Notorious, Swivel Wing. Oh, he had the Mand- Mandalorian and Sam Vessel as well. Now that's not a ship I'd like to meet. And then finally, to round things off, Andrew Sulak. Yeah, that's a three ship uh, list. It's like barely a free ship list. <laughs> Yeah, it's barely it's 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 two ships and Andrew. I mean, to be fair, it's probably easier for Andrew to proc his ability with only two other ships. Probably, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Andrew might be even better in this list than others. Uh, wow. I am super surprised that this list can can perform. Um, I mean, it, it's going to pop a ship. It's just, it's popping ships all the time. Yeah. I mean, he did. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. So, his first game was against the four ship list, which he won. Mm-hmm. Then he won against Kester Smith, which is not. That's a six-ship list. Mm-hmm. And then he won against a five-ship list. One, two, three, four, five, yeah? And then he lost against another six-ship list. Yeah. Against the eventual winner. Yeah. So he could deal with four or five ships, but six is just like one too many. Mm-hmm. Um, and he won an assault... Yeah. Uh, at a, in assault and in salvage, mm-hmm. winning in salvage with a free ship list is quite impressive. Especially, when, it, it, especially it. when what you're flying against has five ships and four of them are extremely maneuverable. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, he just he takes two objectives right in the beginning, probably, and then kills kills a ship and picks up that objective. I don't know. I have no idea. You probably have Andrew holding one, but Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have even a little bit of crit mechanics, 
mm-hmm. then I you can just shoot Boba and Maul, and they will drop that objective again. Yeah. And they don't have an action economy that is like insane. I mean, <laughs> I'm all a little bit with Sam. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Boba Fett has, oh, the, Boba has the, child. the child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boba has a child. Yeah. Okay. So. so you don't want to shoot Boba because of the child, and you don't want to shoot Maul because of Sam. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you've got to shoot one of them. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> Just get to the objectives before they're okay. This is this is horrible. Yeah. Oh. Wow. It is a little All bit right. horrible. Okay. Uh, and number two, Geesley. You were talking about how they like them X once. Yes. Yes. So we have uh, Ham Ham Damqua. I have no idea who that is. I could not have said it better. Ham Damqua. Or Swa. I don't know. Anyways, he is flying a Certic Strum in the TIE Advanced X1 with fire control system and Hulk Raid. Then he's flying five Storm Squadron Aces in the X1s, with, all with fire control system and Night Beast. Who said the next with that? <laughs> well, I think most of them are, are quite dead, but Imperial seem to have a few of them. That's 20 red dice if you get the target locks out. Yep. 20? More? 3, 6, 9. Oh, yeah, 20. Sorry, Night Beast. Yeah, that is true, but I can guarantee you that some of them are going to be in range one of you. Yeah, and he won all his games, including one <laughs> against the so-called your list. Yeah, which he won. Yeah, I can. Twenty-two. I can. See I can see that crit. I mean, he has fire controls and just whatever, and. Those X ones, they are they are beefy. It's five five health you have to get through with three defense dice. Yeah. And Night Beast is like obviously it limits his style a little bit, but I mean the fact that he can do a blue move, take a scenario action, and still have a focus is like really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. If only his blues were better, but they're, they're like okay. I think maybe. Yeah. Um, and if he's not doing an objective action, he's just like focus evaders. Mm-hmm. So that's decent. And eight for the winner. Who yeah, is that guy? I think the winner has like a is like a wannabe rapper. It's called he's called L. I am. Uh, a Barker. Barker, Barker, I think it is. Barker. L-I-M. Barker. Okay. Uh, I, I heard some of the Brits called him uh, 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 Ian Barker. I don't know what it is. Ian Barker. Barker. It doesn't make sense. No, it really doesn't. 
All right. And this uh, wannabe rapper L.I.M. Uh, is, uh, was flying first order to the top of the list. So flying strong. Lieutenant Revis in the TIFO. Grudge in the bomber with elusive automated target priorities, electrochaff missiles, yuck, skilled bombardier, and prox mines. Commander Malaris in the TIFO with cluster missiles. Gideon Hask in the Cyclass light shuttle with markmanship, fanatical biohexacrypt codes, Commander Pyre, and Agent Terex. And then in another type of fighter, we got Static, and he's kitted out with elusive, prop tradition, and heavy laser cannon. What? Yeah, yeah. that's a free point oh. ship with a HLC. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then to uh, finish off the four points, we got Nightfall. Uh, in a tie whisper with markmanship, problem rockets, sensor scramblers, enhanced jamming suite. And of course, this is flown by Liam Baker. That is, yeah. So, how do you like them apples? I don't well, like he, those apples. No, he can grab at least, he can grab four objectives in round one. Yeah. And still have two ships, you know, to pack them up. Yeah. I I really, really like... uh, I like the Mallers. I like the Static. I obviously like Rebus, but I mean, I think maybe Nightfall with Prockets? I don't know. Clusters? Why not? Yeah, or Clusters. Prockets is fine on him. Can we laugh a little bit more at the irony of uh, HLC on static? Yes. Because, <laughs> of, because of the pilot ability that... Oh, but the pilot, it only works on primary. Yeah, but like the primary ability that lets him change everything to crit and then the cannon ability that lets, forces him to change everything back to hits. It's... Yeah. it's, 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 it's <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like Thanos, you know, it's perfectly balanced. That's all things should be. <laughs> um, can I make an, um, a slightly unrelated? I'm just going to open up a Yaspi here. Um, so when you go to first order, right? This is, uh, this is an experience. This is something I learned today. So, and then you take Lehu's. Have you noticed how Lehu's now have two missile slots? Yeah, I, I saw that. So now he can barrage rockets backwards, question mark? Liam is uh, telling on the chat yeah. that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Liam is saying yes. that HLC on static was so fun. I've had a couple of people tell me I picked up too many dice. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> But but I'm actually not convinced he can barrage rocket backwards because there was this whole debacle about, I mean, the heavy weapon turret says you must treat the front arc requirement of your equipped missile upgrades. But is barrage rocket a missile upgrade? Or is it a double missile upgrade? 
Remember oh, there was people who, that, were, that were no 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 but hear me out because I, yeah, I okay. do agree right but there were people arguing that the M3A and the T70 should be able to equip it because it was a missile upgrade and the hard point says you can equip any missile upgrade all right so it can't mm. be both right I mean I'm not no. sure well, that's true. no because it's taking up two slots that's why you can't put them on those ships and you only got one slot of no, but that's something. not what it says on those ships. No, that's right. Right. The problem is that it says, "Oops, that's an IT uh, T seventy." The problem is that it reads, "You can equip one cannon, torpedo, or missile upgrade." Yeah, is it um, talking about one of the so I'm, of the one of the upgrade slots or one of the upgrades? That's a thing. Yeah. And, and, and that is a little bit hard, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying it is inconsistent. Uh, I obviously uh, let my opponent today uh, fire the uh, the barrage rockets straight back at me. And he then proceeded, by the way, to teach me the ways of the saturation salvo. Wait, what? Why won't it let huh. me equip it? You must have. Oh, he cheated. Oh, right. Nice. Aha. Ha ha. What was he doing? No, he probably had some other way. He probably had. I don't know. He probably had first ordnance tech. What are you doing? Um. Okay. So anyway. Somehow he ended up with saturation salvo on Lieutenant Lehus. And I've never played against anybody who played saturation salvo before. But that's just like, huh? Oh, uh, something like barrage rockets where you have five upgrades and you rarely ever use them all. Oh, you can mm -hmm. spend an extra charge from that upgrade and say, oh, these two green dice you rolled, the natural evades. Why don't you reroll those? Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. It is. But how did he get it? I am assuming he put. The, you have to have a reload option. Yeah, but there is a there's a there's a gunner for FO that can do it. So I'm assuming that was that. Either that, oh, yeah, or I think he builds in launch bay next. Excellent builder, but uh, either that or there's an issue with LBN. I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about how I was screwed over by um, saturation salvo. <laughs> That's nice. That is nice. Okay. So, I did some stats. What? Yeah. I know. It's not usually me. But, uh, so, the first block here of stats, I did on all the data I could find on 2.5. And mm -hmm. it sort of says, well, you know, five rounds is like the average. Uh, with a standard deviation of just over one. So, oh, one, one thing I wanted to ask before yes. we go into this. Sorry, sorry, Anna. No, um, I'm scratching my head how the strength of schedule is, is calculated now. Oh, um, that is because uh, it is based on uh, the points. So, in general, also, if you look at the score. 
if somebody goes five oh it says fifteen. And those mm. fifteen I used to so it's so now you can say it is instead of being between zero and one, it is between zero and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you only face people who win all their games all day, then your strength mm -hmm. of schedule will be free. Yeah. And if you only face somebody who never won anything, which yeah. you shouldn't in a Swiss tournament, but will be zero. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so that's it. Uh, you will also notice that the MOV column is also a bit weird, but that is essentially just straight up uh, like if if I win a game by four points, then my MOV is now four. If I lose the next one by six, then my MOV is now minus two. Mm -hmm. So no more of this minus 200 on plus and minus and and I don't know. I I I I think that's just how List Forgers does it now, um, mm -hmm. and uh, and I'm fine with it. it works. <clears throat> so around five rounds per each scenario, a little bit less on scramble. Four point nine, five point one on assault of the satellite array, five point three on salvage, and five point eight on chance engagement. Uh, mm -hmm. relatively stable across quite a few games, sort of plus minus around maybe plus two if you're really lucky. Mm -hmm. um, also worth noting that of all the objectives, uh, then only just over 20% of the chance engagements actually end up with one player having 20 points or more. Um, and I should say, I here I used the score. I did not use the the extra little field that people can set. That is like, did the game go to time? Uh, I just for all when I talk about whether it ended on time, I'm talking about did the winning player score twenty or more. I don't care if they mm -hmm. did it after or before time was called. Yeah. So the last round is like rounded away, and. I could use that other stat. I also have it loaded, but I don't want to because I don't trust people to fill it correctly. So that's just that. Mm -hmm. um, but 21% of chance engagements ends mm -hmm. with uh, uh, like a real victory. That's uh, super, super low. That is super low to compare to uh, 2.0. And that's why I jiffed a little bit when you said it was like 2.0 uh, mm -hmm. before. Um, that number was 60 to 70. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just a matter of, you know, m more ships, more upgrades. It's yeah. just more to do. Uh, on a more positive note, then both for, for Assault and Salvage, it's about three and four games that actually end with a player scoring 20. And scramble we are all the way up to 84 percent mm. um we can also see i've also calculated the average score differential so the difference in points between the winner and the loser um and here we can see salvage is snowballing hardest that is almost mm -hmm. 10 points in average difference Whereas for Scramble and Assault, it's about nine. And Chance mm -hmm. Engagement is closer, 
at seven and a half. Hmm. So that's sort of the lead-in. Uh, I don't think much of these stats are something that you you couldn't have seen somewhere else. And because I'm I'm the guy who asked you to try and find out the sort of the score difference. Uh, yeah. I'm. It's, it's you know it's 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 hard though because we don't really know the baseline from for example 2.0 or you know. Uh, but say oh. if, if we say that chance engagement is probably the most similar, oh. uh, that seven point yeah. five uh, is maybe the sort of baseline snowballing, <laughs> if you will. Uh, you know, as you would expect in just a normal, well, you know, old style game, uh, uh, legacy game. Uh, you know, at what point does it become significant that, for example, the salvage mission? can you know have almost 10 points you know that's that's half the scoring field mm-hmm. and you know and perhaps to to another how does that point to something that could be rectified for example by having more points as a goal you know like 30 points instead of 20 or is this I, something that you know is just it is what it is or you know what I what's th- your feeling on that yeah my, my feeling on it is that even though a lot of games resolve close to time. That's my feeling of it. Mm-hmm. That you might not get a lot of rounds, but you get pretty close to 75 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be sort of my feel on it. But, mm-hmm. and that's where that like, like, if you just, if you reduce the objective scoring, which some has talked about, including ours, us with going down to free objectives or, uh, some have suggested that you only score the difference in objective points every turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the net effect of that would be that it would be slightly more viable to fly uh, fewer ship lists, mm-hmm. but I don't think you would get a lot more rounds. No, I w- unless I come... everybody decided that due to this, I'm gonna fly fewer ship lists. Mm-hmm. But it's okay, all the wanna... upgrades and all the ships that takes all the time. That would be my take. What is yeah, your I wanna, take, Gisley? Yeah, okay. So with uh, with a comment on scoring only one objective points for the person who holds more objectives, um, uh, my thought on that is that that would not uh, lower the chip count for the game. Absolutely not. People will bring as many ships as they do to be able... I mean, one point is one point, and one point is a lot. Yeah. I mean... You would never say no about scoring 10 points just free in a 2.0 game. Never. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, lowering the objective count down to three, then it is possible to have the majority of the objectives with three ships. Mm-hmm. So that might lower the ship count. I'm not, that's just my thought on it. Can you say that again? Mm-hmm. So oh, if, that... if, if, we would, uh, if we would lower the objective count to three, yeah, then, then you might then, then you have even if you're just flying three ships, then you still have ships that could hold the majority of the objectives, or yeah. even all. So, of... so so that would enable you to build smaller lists. Yes, 
and it might even be slightly attractive to build smaller lists, at least for some of the objectives. Mm. <laughs> and especially, yeah. a, especially on something like salvage, where if there's mm-hmm. only three boxes and you are mm-hmm. very good at flying mm-hmm. aces and you have crit mm-hmm. generation mechanics, mm-hmm. then you can end up in a situation where you just hold all three of them and run around. Yeah, I'm not sure that's fun, but uh, but it could work. <laughs> no, but then again, I mean, <laughs> I find myself so often just picking up crates and just running around and just shooting just because I can, not because I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, and as, answering your question from before, Steppy, because yeah. I just looked it up here in real time. Uh, so what I've done is that I went in and then I looked at uh, the first 2,000 tournaments we had, so all 2.0 tournaments, basically. Not mm-hmm. all of them, but most of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to do like a quick thing. Uh, and not all of them have recorded games, but for those who did, I said, okay, mm-hmm. what is uh, how many points did the winner score minus how many points did the loser score? Then I divided by 20 to get us to something that is comparable to 2.5. Mm-hmm. Isn't no twenty is not the right number, is it? No, I should divide, divide by it 10. by ten. Yeah. Oh, and bingo, bingo! I end up at almost the same. I end up at eight point eight mm-hmm. if I take all of them. And here mm-hmm. the score differential is nine point seven, mm-hmm. which probably you know that can very easily be explained by as you are winning, you are also more likely to force the opponent simply away from the middle. Mm-hmm. So I think it's comparable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to put that in sort of 2.0 terms, that means that on average, a 2.0 game was de- was divi- uh, decided by a margin of 87 points. Mm-hmm. And I can see that if you look at slightly larger tournaments, or areas where there is like heavier competition, then that drops, but not by much. It drops from like 87 to like 80. If you mm-hmm. look, if you took all the games in worlds only, for instance, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. uh, last worlds. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's actually a great da- data to know. Yeah, that's really good to know. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was actually looking at something wrong here. It was 87 or 8.7, but in chance engagement now, it is only Mm 7.4. But again, uh, this is very, it's very little data because even though we've been, we're saying, okay, we have quite a few tournaments with 2.5 and so on, then the only tournaments where this data is actually in there is Mm -hmm. with, they were, they had to be a 2.5 event in TCT. Mm-hmm. They also have to be imported into List Fortress after List Fortress was, you know, enabled for mm-hmm. uh, for yeah. this. Then it will work. But mm-hmm. uh, like I manually re-imported Adepticon because it was T- uh, List Fortress was, was not ready when mm-hmm. uh, when Adepticon was first loaded. Mm-hmm. So no. so I think it will be fun to do these stats, and it will be a slightly more accurate. Uh, but I don't expect them to change much but especially chance engagement mm-hmm. for some reason we only yeah, have but, like 60 games to basically yeah but like you said yeah but like you said chance engagement 
it's only 5.8 rounds and 20% of games are are closing in at 20 points. Yeah, and it makes sense if 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 the winner scores less, then the difference to the loser will always be also be less, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, actually, the average score on um, on chance engagement is only is like fifteen mm. points. Mm. That's what the winner scores. Yeah. So maybe if they we were getting more chance engagement games that were going like two hundred zero in the old count uh, yeah. that average would be closer to the 8.8 8.7 that you uh yeah maybe to sort of... maybe true so uh then i made some more stats and but this time i stopped looking at all the data uh because i wanted to be sure that i had quality data mm-hmm. uh so i started looking at uh especially because the way ttt works right now is that when you as TO generate the round, you set the scenario. If you don't set it right there, you can't set it later. Mm. And I can see in the data that there is a lot that could have had this information, mm. but the TO did not set the scenario. No. So they're just blank. And um, yeah, that makes it weird. So. Uh, so for the rest of this, I only looked at the Adapticon data combined with the board and broom data. So the two tournaments we just looked through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the first thing I did was that I tried looking at how much does the number of ships on the table, so the number of ships in list one plus the number of ships in list two, how do they affect the outcome? Uh, how do they affect whether the game resolves? Uh, and the rounds played. And basically, as expected, the more ships that are on the table, the more the less likely the game is to resolve fully. Like if you've like we saw for um for the chance engagement thing, it was twenty one percent. But if you face off two five ship lists against each other, it's already up to thirty four. Okay. Uh, so that helps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we used to be in a situation where we usually had a total of eight ships would be like the average on uh, on an X-Wing table, like between seven and nine. And now we are more like between uh, nine and 11 being much more usual, even 12 sometimes. Um, so... It is a little bit, and especially a bit with the data, but we can see that scrambler transmission sort of consistently ends. Um, and it's funny how that one just scores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, that's probably because you just you tag an objective and it just basically stays there. Yeah. It's taken from you. And if both you and your enemy have very few ships, then it just means that a lot of things are just scoring because no one else is around mm-hmm. and haven't been since round one when it was tagged, right? It's just scoring and, and, and bringing up the score there. Yeah. Um, I would say of all the four scenarios, then the one where the effect seems smallest is assault on the satellite array. It doesn't seem very sensitive to the amount of ships. 
when I look at the data, they're almost the same, no matter how many ships you have, both in terms of rounds played and, and how many of the games actually resolve. Um, so I don't know what that indicates, but, but that's a thing. Um, and then the final thing I did was that I said, oh, okay, so how much does it mean, how important is it to have more ships than your enemy? And this was sort of like an idea I had where like in 2.0, if I did, a, did the math and said, oh, if I out initiative my enemy, so I have higher initiative ships, mm -hmm. and but we have the same amount of ships, I'm probably winning. But um, but in 2.5, numbers of ships seems to mean a lot more, especially due to the scenarios and all the loadout points. Uh, so I looked at, you know, in the different games, how much does it mean to have more? And and then I took the, the, the difference. So, for instance, in Assault on the Satellite Array, then 35% of games are won by... Uh, the player with the higher ship count and 26% are being lost or I should say are being won by a player with a lower ship count and the remaining have equal ship count. Hmm. And if you look at that difference, then very surprisingly, at least for me, is that in chance engagement is actually the one that is most sensitive to ship counts. Meaning wow. that there's an 18 percentage point difference between the the guy with more ships winning in 44 percent of the cases mm, versus 26 with the guy with lesser ships that is a lot for a thing where ship counts shouldn't matter as much as quality i would mm -hmm. say yeah so i think that is another weird indication that and i'm not saying and that's only caused by the scenario i think it's also caused by um uh, points in balance yeah or costing structure you could say mm -hmm. like i mean it's clear that uh let's take a random example it is clear that poe dameron is better than the other t70s mm -hmm. but when it gets to the point where he's almost twice as expensive as the cheapest T70, then he's clearly not worth it anymore. No. And if you look in the 2.0 points, that is also very obvious. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and I think you can do this with multiple ships. Like if you look at Boba, uh, okay, he's 10 points, but is he two and a half times the cost of old Manaru? Uh, or two and a half times cost Cat Solace? No, probably yeah. not, right? No. And I don't think he'd ever had been, then he would, because you are not building a 130-point Baba that is mm -hmm. being efficient with their with their ships, so, or mm -hmm. with their points. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's it, uh, but so we have 18 points difference in chance engagement. Assault on the satellite rate also, unsurprisingly, is quite sensitive to to ship counts when it comes to determining the winner, not the mm -hmm. game length, but the winner. Yeah. With eight, scramble is six, and this is the most surprising of all. Maybe that salvage. It's almost equal. Numbers yeah. don't mean anything, and no, I don't I, understand that intuitively. No, I I do I do 
Okay. Because, because you are picking up the crates and you're just keeping them. So it, I mean, usually one of the players is able to pick three and first, first engagement or first two engagement and the other one too. And you just keep them unless you get crit. Yeah. So, so I don't think uh, with a minimum number of ships now being three and probably most people flying, like, like you said, five ships. Yeah. I, I, I can see why, why it is like that. It's not, not, yeah. Yeah. I think it, what, what I would really like if I could have the data on, I don't like it so much, dear listeners, that I want you to send me data because I'm never going to get through them. I actually have some of this data, but it would, it could be interesting to look at if we, for every game had, like if I, for a huge amount of games had data where this many, this guy won, this many of the points was from scenario, this many of the points were from ship killing. Yeah. And I think it would be interesting to see how that balance is between the scenarios. Because in chance engagement, there's obviously not a lot from scenarios. It would yeah. also be interesting to see for ship count as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's where I'm like, I need, we need, but, but we just need a lot of data. Uh, and yeah. I don't want to collect it from a variety of sources. I mean, yeah. there were some people, there's this, like this form that I also think they filled in for Adepticon. I even think maybe GS, maybe it's in the GSP data. I'm not sure. They released like an Excel sheet. I haven't looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's also, I mean, one of the things I've been scratching my head with, with the tournament regulations from AMG. Why didn't they like implement uh, the objective uh, more as in now, uh, now basically you win by points and then it's strength of schedule and strength of schedule is something you can't really do anything about, which I dislike. Why didn't they get, get the second, uh, um, but what do you, you call you it? You didn't want that either. Uh, Remember? Why not? Remember, you were strongly in the camp of a win is a win. Don't make my win mean less because I win. No, early. no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying uh, if two two guys are equal on points uh, after the tournament or mm. for the for the final round or some whatever, uh, then the tiebreaker is basically strength of schedule. Yeah. Why couldn't the tiebreaker be just uh, MOV? Op- no, not not necessarily. I mean, they have the objectives. Why not just put the objective points there? I won, I won that many points from objectives, but he won oh, that many. Oh yeah, objectives. but that would be a whole other thing to track. Well, true, but I think it's massively better than strength of schedule, which no, you can't no, do anything. I, I think. I think first of all, you forget that AMG put in the objective to have you shoot at things, not to score the objective. Right. Okay. That that might have been their initial thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but exactly. I, I mean, I think that. What? 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 How would you? Uh, I mean, we don't have the data. I can try to see if I can find some data on it. 
so we can settle it. But what would be your take in the scenarios? Let's just disregarding chance engagement, but in the other three, how many percent percent of the winning person's points do you think comes from objectives? Uh, if we disagree, chance, I'm gonna say sixty percent actually. Yeah, I would also. I, I would think that on a, it would end somewhere between forty and sixty, or it would vary in that range. Sure, it depends on list, obviously, but mm. but yeah, forty and probably 40. and probably on mission as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, even even if you disregard chance engagement, then the other three are not the same. Mm -hmm. No. Um, but I mean, and I actually think Gisli, that I think the point is that in Angie's turn uh, new news sort of uh, tournament guides, whatever they do, mm -hmm. then. You don't need a tiebreaker because nope. we're just doing graduated cuts. Yes, which is better that, anyway. No, but that only works for larger tournaments. That doesn't work for small tournaments. Why? Uh, are you going to hold a 16 person tournament with graduated cut? Really? Just uh, the top two? No, I don't need to. I'm just not going to. I mean, the problem is. I mean, I realize that people want to have tournaments, and I know mm -hmm. they want. A lot of people think that a tournament should be judged by, you know, the more rounds it has, the more it was worth it. But if you have sixteen people, then you don't play, you know, four rounds and a top eight cut. That makes no sense. If you have sixteen people, then no, you would just play four rounds. That's and no cut. And no cut. Yeah, and then you, that, there you need to have some tiebreaker. Okay, but I think if they, in if they have equal amounts of points. In that case, uh, my personal preference, in and now we're talking about like in the small scale end of tournaments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that case, then if they have equal amounts of points, then they probably faced each other, and then it should just be that which is the tiebreaker, and that would be my ruling as a TO. Not necessarily. They, yeah. I'm mean, only if they if they faced each other. That's they, not. They will have. No, not not necessarily. If you play Swiss style. Yeah, not necessarily. I mean, then you played around too few. Because I mean, if if we're only talking about the top spot. No, I mean, so Swiss is basically determining a winner that's what switch swiss does if you're if you're getting correct amount of, of rounds then you have one one clear winner and one clear loser and the other one's somewhere in between yeah, well. so so number three four five and six all have equal amount of points or something no if you go four rounds with 16 people, that means uh, at the end of four rounds, you should only have one person going undefeated. Yes, yes. That's what I was saying. It's to, it's to, to determine a winner, but not yeah. necessarily the second, third, fourth, fifth place. No, no. And I mean, yeah. 
that's fair. And if that's important to you, you can, you know, I agree that SOS is crap. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. I mean, in a smaller tournament, you 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 also want to give prizes out to second, third, even fourth place. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you would effectively have them by saying, "Okay, no, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That might, yeah." I mean, uh, we did have yeah. we did have MOE, and obviously MOE was not perfect. We all well, we all know that, but MOE was still something you could. It was in some parts in your own hands. If you played a crappy game, you got crappy MOE out of it. But strength of schedule. Yeah, but it was probably just as much in your list building hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. but but with Kiesle's point, uh, the SOS is just how other people fared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not I'm not gonna call SOS great. I'm saying no, that I'm what, what the tournament system is good for is uh, either finding the best person mm-hmm. or finding the best X persons. Mm-hmm. Not ranking within. If you find more than one, then ranking in between them is pointless. So what what I am thinking right now, I mean, uh, with SOS, I would never want to use it. So what I'm thinking with a smaller tournament, I would have to have less Swiss rounds and then do just a cut. Yeah, I mean, I could see, like, if you have 16 people, then you run three rounds of Swiss, mm-hmm. and then you okay. do a, a top two. Yeah, everybody with, what, two and one? <laughs> or, or three and oh? <laughs> top two, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, whatever. Yeah, and you will have top, exactly two. Yeah, but top two is still, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, and if you top have two seven, with 16 people after three rounds is, ah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And I mean, I also like to, you know, have a richer experience, but mm-hmm. it just, it just yeah. makes very little sense. Uh, and maybe you do no, like it would, a, a it top two sense. and then you have two others who play for the third and fourth place. Um, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but who two guys are there? there? There might be four people with the same score. After those three rounds in, no. in three, two, no. two, six or something or seven. Well, why not? Why not just keep the MOV? I mean, you're free to do that. And I mean, casual tournaments can do what they want, right? Sure. But it's, I would it's have Theo's to. It's discretion, but. Yeah, but then we, we I mean, TTT and all the software. It's gonna do as SOS, so you have to hand can calculate it probably. Yeah. I mean, you only have to. You know, you're not hand calculating anything. You're you don't have you don't need to know until the very end of the tournament, and then you're looking sure. at a list with 16 names with 16 numbers left of them, and then you're, I don't mm-hmm. know, pasting them over in a Google sheet and pressing order by. Yeah. I think you can manage. But yeah, I, but I, it I mean, feels bad on, on when we have all this data and you're looking at results and hey, I was third in the tournament and somebody says no, you weren't, you were fifth. Yeah, but mm-hmm. MOV was also done, right? Yeah, because, yeah, no, but 
I yeah, mean, but, okay, but I think, but I think out of out of two out of two evils, MOV was better than SOS. Yes, but I'm not sure that I mean, is that is the case in objectives because in objectives where you have a game that doesn't end because everybody's dead, but ends because one player gets to twenty, mm-hmm. then if we play by MOV mm-hmm. and I want to maximize my MOV, then I might actually do dumb shit like saying oh i had nadru standing around this satellite for the entire freaking assault on the satellite array but this last round and i'm winning there's no doubt about it this final round i'm gonna move him off because then i'll only get to 19 and then i'll take one more round just to wrap up the score way above 20. sure and that's even worse because now you're affecting how people play the game mm-hmm. whereas if you just accept that mov is trash and it's like either you win or you lose and nothing else matters and then deal with your you know your tiebreakers some other way and i think especially in, in smaller tournaments then people who end up very close to each other in the score like if you're only 16 people i would I'm not sure, but I would almost be certain that people who end up close to each other in the score, it's very unlikely they have not played each other. So that Mm. would be my first tiebreaker. The Mm. problem is if you end up with three people at the same score that each has like one defeat, then you can Mm -hmm. have like a triangle of people defeating each other and then you're back to square one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean... But it it could also be fixed that... Basically, even though you score 25 points, you just score 20. Just 20 is the maximum. Yeah, but if your opponent also scored over 20. Yeah, then he scores 19 or or one of them scores 21. Or even both score 20, and but only one of them gets the win. Yeah, sure. I mean, mood points, they're not gonna change it. <laughs> well they might no no maybe not listen to us but hmm. i mean we're just throwing out ideas i mean they might might hear some of it i, mean, I think right. i think both of them suck <laughs> sos is bad mov is also bad yeah uh, i mean to be fair they did score with uh strength of schedule in 1.0 uh in the beginning it. Yeah, in the beginning, and then they ditched it because it was so much crap, and we got MOV instead, which was crap, but way less of crap. crap. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think the main purpose, if we look at it like for reals, then the main mm-hmm. purpose of MOV and SOS in these cases were to determine a top X cut, mm-hmm. and. That 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 is that problem is just fixed. Yes, with graduated. I mean, I mean, I mean that. I mean, yeah. And I I really really like graduated cuts, but but like I said, it doesn't work for smaller tournaments. I think, or a sixteen person tournament or something, or even even smaller. I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of small small tournaments everywhere. Yeah. 
Oh, I see in chat that uh, the stats from the Hexile says that 12 points in average comes from objectives. 60%. And also that SOS is shit. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was the second third. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you uh, all game to continue here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fantastic. We can we can go fast over that. <laughs> no, no, there's no. no. There's, there's, I... no, there's no fast going. We don't we don't do no. fast. I That's... mean, what are you saying, Stevie? Wait oh. one sec. One second. I gotta I gotta do things. One minute. I, I just continue. I basically don't have much opinions on the on the two <laughs> two that we're going to be reviewing now. So. I might just be a rather silent partner, as I actually have been for most of the evening. <clears throat> I think that's fair. Uh, mm. We are going to start with separatists because they are the most. They're the most. They're the most in trouble. Okay, but first, again. but first we're gonna we're gonna wait for Gisli. Are we? Well, are we? Oh, really? Let's just start. Yeah. So uh, I am just as a minor convenience. I'm going to share my screen where I have the ship points document up. Um, so, I mean, what we really want to get at here is sort of like, what are the bargain pieces? What are the ships that yeah. you can sort of build lists around? Can you link that in chat? I don't, I don't feel like looking for it. Oh, um, sure. We have this document. And then in case you need it, here's the document with the upgrades. Um, so what are the bargain pieces that are really strong? What are the pieces that you build around, which might not always be the same? Like you can build around like a Sloan carrier, for instance, an empire, but it, that doesn't mean that this carrier itself is necessarily a great buy. Uh, it's just something you have to buy. Uh, and then finally, if there's something that is like ridiculously overcosted. So let's start with the with the good old Belbel app here. Where we have Seer and Grievous at five. Uh, Seer with the most loadout, but Grievous with the slots to fill it in. And then Boat and the two generics. And I mean, let's not talk about the generics unless they're relevant. Uh, at four. Um, I think my, I mean, Grievous is a good buy here. Yeah, I think Grievous is, uh, is a key piece in this faction. Yeah, he's probably one of the best things they have. Yep. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, just his defensive capabilities to sneak in and get an objective and, you know, take fire. I, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm back. Okay, we're agreeing that Grievous is good and the other Belbo Labs are bad. Yeah. Pretty much. So, Pretty much. 
then we have the Tri-Fighters, uh, the Fearsome, and the Flock are five. The Flock is banned, by the way. Um, and the remainings are four. Uh, hot Garbage their way. And it's too expensive. Any of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for four points, you can get. I don't know. You can you can get <laughs> Nat Texas the Petrodakis for four points. You can get. Uh, you can get a Roomba the Hunter and Oppressor. You can get pretty much anything else you want. You can get two so... vultures. Um, you can yeah. It's like if you can't beat two vultures in separatists, then you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fire sprays. Boy, baby boba seven, Django nine, ton of load out there, twenty seven points. Sam ten, and the generic seven. Um, yeah, I mean, after just going through all the stats, aren't you aiming for five and six ships? I yeah, actually think yeah. it's, it's funny because I think separatists can build like seven or eight ship swarms, but they might actually also be doable in like four, even mm. if one of those four is if one of those four is Django. Mm -hmm. But I think Sam might just be like one tad too expensive. Yeah, mm -hmm. but Django might work. Question mark nine is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of list. Um, Although Django can do a lot of stuff with 27 loadout points. Yeah. He does can. He have double illicit. Yep. And cannons. And, I mean, you can do all the things. Uh -huh. Okay, all the gauntlets are seven. Uh, I don't have any Now that's... Oh, I mean, if... I think those are bargain. I Even mean, if 10 both... is a lot, I mean, this, this this ship is just so durable. I mean, it's a bargain in chance encounter, maybe, but can it do what, can it get those, you, you always have to, in 2.5, you have to think, can that ship get its points of value on the table? Basically, I mean, at seven points, you can bring still bring four ship with it. Oh, you're talking about the gauntlet. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Sam for ten. No, 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 no. no. You're talking about the gauntlets for seven. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. I mean, Bo-Katan, obviously, mm. with twenty-four loadout points, you can probably yeah. create some nasty stuff there. You, you, you have oh. seven points, large ship, two evades, uh, all that Holland shields, twenty-four loadout points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was gonna. Also mention that Gistle, uh What possible reason would anyone have for bringing Pre Whistler or the Death Watch Warrior? Uh their abilities, maybe. No, well, not not the Death Watch Warrior. But... The Death Watch Warrior no, no, doesn't no. have a, an ability, but Pre Whistler has the. There's no reason. There's no reason to bring the Death Watch Warrior. Yeah. That's yeah, just just that's just in the same line as most of uh, uh, yeah. just 
That's just a generic com- com- yeah, it's just a generic pilot, and can... AMG doesn't like us playing generics. They want Pre- named ones. Pre-Whistler has two charges that he can spend to get an extra die if he's shooting at someone with a higher or equal initiative. So three, fours, fives, and six. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess I mean that yeah. could for for that range one shot. Maybe yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah, five five dice range one shot at an ace. I mean, I guess that could be that could be advanced, interesting. Advanced proton torpedo every other turn. Yeah, because it's not, not a primary; it's it's an attack. Oh, no, it so, doesn't recharge, yeah. right? Or is it? Two, yeah, oh yeah, two recharging. Yeah. It, it's every it's other recharging. turn. It's every yeah. other turn. Yeah, okay, it's very good. That's pretty good. It is. It is. Um, well, with only five rounds, he's probably just going to use it twice because the yeah. first round you ain't shooting. Yeah, so yeah. that I can adding, adding a red dice is so good. Yeah, that diminishes the ability a bit. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh... and don't forget, step eighteen loadout points is a lot. Yep. Yeah, Even I mean, though it's not it's not twenty four, but it's still eighteen loadout points. No, but you don't have as many slots either, so you have less flexibility. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Bo-Katan. I I I've always had a thing for redheads. <laughs> Clearly, uh, HMPs. We do have the Andoran Oppressor at four. As like a discount, the rest are five. And I mean, if we look at 2.0, it's like, oh, so you're saying I can bring four good HMP gunships with a lot of loadout. Mm-hmm. And, but now we're saying no, but it's not good. <laughs> because you're fighting, ter- absolutely, you're fighting turn one. So you don't have time mm-hmm. to put all your locks in place. No. But I mean, you ha- do have somebody like DGS two eight six with twenty loadout points and two torpedo slots. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can use any of it before he dies. <laughs> not true. Um, but because I don't, I, I don't oh. think you want to play five. I don't think you want to pay five points for an HMP. No, but I could spend four. On yeah, the yeah. on on their own, and even can, two of can, the even two of them, and you still yeah, you have eight, yeah, and still have twelve points left. Yeah, yeah, I for can something see that. for something cool. But yeah. then again, wouldn't I just bring a hyena for three points instead? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So looking into the hyenas. Uh, I think it's worth noting with them that depending on what you want to do with them, mm-hmm. you need to be very specific about which one you pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, because their slots are quite limited. Like 32C, for instance, who does cost four points, doesn't have any ordnance at all. No bombs, no mm-hmm. missiles, no torps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually only really 404 for four points. That seems like a, maybe an okay buy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has one of each slot, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it's like 
The Techno Union Bomber has the torpedo slot, but only six points of loadout. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but are you going to bring the Techno Union or separate separatist bomber if you can bring a bombardment? Bombardment or drone. Out. Yeah, but it or depends on out. what you want, right? Because the bombardment drone only has bomb slots. Yeah, but then you have the backoid. Backoid, sorry. Yeah, if you want to bring what missiles? Yeah, which is also the 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 only thing the Techno Union bomber brings that the other one has is torpedo slot, and then he mm-hmm. can only afford the ion torpedoes. So, what's up with that? Yeah, that's true. <coughs> yeah, you know, and if he brings an ion torpedo, he basically doesn't have point. You know, he he can't even afford. You know, I mean, we, we're putting this in the filler category of the of the faction, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or the three, yeah. Yeah, maybe I four. I yeah. I mean, you're not building around these things. Uh-huh. No. So let's look at the Nantex then. Uh-huh. We're going to have the good old Berber Cret uh-huh. for four, four points. With seven points in double talents. Huh? Well, no, I mean, uh, obviously, the tractor rolls they and the pumping rolls they they hurt the Nantex. Yeah, but I and but they I now st- need to fully execute it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which it should always have had, but yeah, sure. But at the same time, it's still a decent ship. With, yeah. uh, it's still a decent moment. ship, yeah. And I mean, even tra- factoring I'm... stuff out of zones can be helpful in some. Yeah, in but, some, but uh... do note that the thing about tracking other people within snare that is now strictly Chertek and Sonfac because the other ones cannot yeah. afford the ensnare. Yeah, upgrade. which brings us to Chertek. He's five points and fifteen loadout, and he can only put two talents on him. Yeah, sure. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. Gonna put in, you're going to put ensnare and something else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. What are you putting? Um, that's decent. Scrolling down, scrolling down. Generic upgrade. Separatist upgrade. Here we go. Um, ensnare is 10. Then you have gorillic deflection for 4. Just open Yaspi. That's, that's easier. No. <laughs> so ensnare is 10 points. And you have 5 points left. I mean, you could put, I don't know, Swarm Tactics. No, you don't need that. No, I think, not you, put, a, I think, not you, I think you put Grip in. But uh, this is not a building contest. The point no. is that I think... It is you, now. I think you can build around SureTech. Uh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, he is pretty good, and his ability is quite attractive. I mm-hmm. even would go as far as to say that you can probably make Sunfact work. Yeah, for six points? Absolutely. I mean... Uh, I can fit ensnare, gravitic deflection, and hull upgrade for the eighteen points on Sunfact. Yeah, for Sunfact. So, yeah, that's so all of a sudden you have. Bad. Yeah. I mean, Sunfact has three talent slots. So all of a sudden you have a, a you know, an an ace. For six points, you know, five hull, that can you know really mess you up. But you know the problem is then what do you bring with it? You know. Well. You can bring Sunfac with Ensnare Afterburners. <laughs> and I don't know, Predator or Treacherous? Probably Predator. 
yeah. yeah. Or maybe treacherous actually is not yeah. that, that bad. Uh, if it depends on what you bring, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, afterburners was the reason Sunfuck didn't get uh, mod slot <laughs> at the time. Yeah, and here he has it. Yeah, but I mean, Fenral has a mod slot now. It's a brand new day. Sure, uh, sure. Let's. Mm, I mean, I still think the Nantex is like a pretty niche thing. The Sith Infiltrator, I think, is another very niche thing. Like O sixty six and the Courier are six points, mm -hmm. and Dooku and Maul are eight. Mm -hmm. I don't see a world where they are worth eight. No. Not well, maybe Maul. I mean, he hits hard. Yeah, but, but that's if you have more point than. He's one more point than than the gauntlet fighter. True, true. Uh, but he does loop, though. He does loop, and he has force. And he has a ton of loadout. I mean, you can put torps and things on him, mm -hmm. cannons, and he can cloak. And oh, can they both have the title? Where's the title? They can both have the title. Oh yes, both Dooku and Maul. Yeah, double crew and things. Okay. And then finally we have the vultures. Um, it sort of feels like somewhere on this list it should be possible to say oh, you can have this other ship for two points. Like, I mean... I have not, I've never been accused of being a big separatist sympathizer, but it mm -hmm. does seem a little bit dirty that, oh yeah, everybody gets a two-point ship, and guess what, separatist? You can take as many Trade Federation drones as you like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, did I mention well, uh, they have zero loadout value? Yeah. So, I mean, but they do, no Discord they, they, missiles for you? They do get their, their stretch. But then again, they can't calculate barrel now. Well, they can. Just well, not, not just not, not while on a rock. Not while on a rock. They can't barrel roll off a rock in any. But yeah, mm -hmm. and they can't do Discord missiles on them, and no, all they the can funds. barely move off the rock based on how the rules were rewritten. So you know, I mean, this faction is kind of. Uh, the uh, field is pretty open to take a big ship in this faction because you can take a big ship uh -huh. with a lot of points and then you can take like a middling ship like Grievous or something, five points and then just load it up with Trade Federation drones yeah 12, 4, 8 that's a six ship list with uh, like uh, Bo-Katan Kreese Grievous and four vultures you can fly Sonfak and seven vultures. Yeah. And I mean, you talked about discords. Uh, you can shoot discords off yourself now, and they only. Yeah. They only have one agility now. So. Eh. So, my pick of the litter, having had the SP open on the separatist slot, is basically I'm going to try and make a list with Grievous, Bo-Katan, Sunfak, and a single Trade Federation drone. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that list. Yeah. yeah, you're going down to four ships. Oh, that's not terrible. Well, it's four. The three of them are large space. No. No, no, no. two of them. 
Oh no, no, no one, of them, one of them. One of them one is of them. large space. But yeah. I mean, that ship is never dying because there won't be time for the. Wait, you said you said. Oh, you said you, you said oh, grievous. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, Bel 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 grievous, Sunfax. So and so sorry, sorry, sorry. I was I was thinking about Maul there. Yeah, I was like, yeah. how do you fit this? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I I could I could skip Sunfuck and the drone and put Maul. So then yeah, I then have you, Grievous, Bokadan, and Maul. Yeah, then you only have three ships, and no. yeah, yeah. I would just pick up some objectives and run. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I mean, if if Boba Maul Nudru works in Scum, I mean, do they though? I'm not sure they do. I'm not sure they do either. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, have we ex uh, sort of are we done with talking about separatists? Can we can we be done with them? Yeah, I've just. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, our highlight is is Grievous, the two gauntlets, uh, Chertik and Sonfek are good. Yeah, we're we can't we're kind of four point HMPs. Yeah, and maybe. then we have the fillers of the of the hyenas and the vultures. You have some yeah. three point three point hyenas and the two point vultures. Yeah, yeah. I mean, having I... spammable two two uh, two pointers is probably good. And I yeah, but, think but... in the greater scheme of things, then I mean, the better dial and the better maneuverability and so on might actually mean that the vultures are better than say tie fighters. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. Imperial has the tie fighter for two points. But they also have one of the named ones. Yeah. If we if if we if we would say what what would we want as a two pointer as well as a trade federation drawing for two points. What do you mean? What what could we see as a two pointer there? Is there oh, any we... ship? Is there any ship you would want to see as a two pointer? No. Yeah, just take a DFS three eleven, put him to two points, put his loadout to zero. It'll be fine. Okay, that'll work. Mm. Would it be flown? Though? Would he be flown though? I'm yes. not sure. Yes. Yeah, Doofus was flown. Yeah, but with no loadout. Yeah. He didn't have no. He didn't have loadout. He was there to okay. throw around calculates. Sure. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I would point out also, by the way, that in the free point category of interesting, I'm not saying good. I'm saying interesting. Mm -hmm. Is the precise hunter. Yeah. In the. In the in the droid fighter. fighter. Yeah. You can put a precise hunter that has um, iron cannon Wait. and hull upgrade for three points. So now you have a four hill ship that can share calculates with its friends and it can be an iron threat for three points. Wait, uh, what, what's a precise hunter? It's the triple pip one that can reroll one. That's fear, fearsome, yeah, predator, fearsome predator. No. 
No, 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 no. Fearsome Predator is the one with the condition card. Yeah. Precise That's Hunter the... basically has built-in Predator. You're talking about the Vulture Droid, right? Yes. Oh. Oh, the Vulture. Oh, okay. Vulture okay. I was, not, I was looking at the talking fighter. about Vultures? No, I was looking at the Tri-Fighter. <laughs> they were looking at the Tri-Fighters. The... Why were you looking oh, yeah. at the Tri-Fighters when we were talking about Vultures? Anyway. I don't know. We look at the box faction, not the, the Vultures. Yeah. Okay. Precise sure. Hunter. Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll... Yeah, sure. But okay. it only works for primary weapons, right? The reroll. No, it's an an attack. It's an uh -huh. attack? Yeah. So you're telling me that I can legally bring three precise hunters with HLC mm -hmm. and uh, let's say a shield upgrade because they have mm -hmm. 10 loadout. Yep. And then I can just roll around and they can share calculates and throw four dice each. Yeah. If they can catch something in that bullseye mm -hmm. with a reroll. Sure. I mean, maybe, huh? And that's nine points. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I can think. That's I can something. think of worse ways to spend three points. Yeah, exactly. Or nine points, even. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, wouldn't you wanna spend? At least have more ships that would share cal calculates if you're going that route. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, I could also give them independent calculations. No, you can't. Does that no. cost money? No, they don't. They don't have the slot. What is the slot? Oh, it, it is. Well, they do have a slot. Well, you, they... you have to drop the hull upgrade or shield ah, upgrade. Shield upgrade. Yeah. I, I think I'll prefer the shield upgrade then. I do too. You can put afterburners on it. <laughs> True. Have a laser cannon and afterburners. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad. No, I mean they have the tile for it. Yeah, they do. Ah, do they though? They don't. Uh, I mean, no. Well, the bank is red, but you can still afterburners out of it. Sure. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's rush along to the resistance, shall we? Yes, let's. Poor, poor resistance. Poor, poor resistance. So let's start out with what is not their strongest feat: the Y wings. Um, we have a couple of free points. So Kai. I think Kai's good. What is it? Kai does. Uh, Kai is uh, after you fully execute a maneuver. If you skipped over your own ship, you may perform an evade. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the I hate Kai. It's the volley, <laughs> volley jump guy. Yeah, I mean, and they have so many slots. These guys. Yeah, you can build them out however you want them. Yeah, there's like Kai has nine points. So like you can... the bad of them have two mod slots. The better ones have free. Uh -huh. yeah. And a config slot for the wartime loadout. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want that for four points. They all have the Astro. They all have the turret. Uh, I just have... like Kai with iron turret and targeting computer. That way, if he skips over, Kai ends up with an evade. 
and then takes a target lock and then gets a free calculate. Wait. Yeah. What is it the uh, wartime loader does exactly slot wise? Oh, let me see. It adds some torque, right? Uh, gain torch slot and the missile slot replace your ship ability with the okay the core perform that kind of attack if the defenders in your bullseye your crit result cannot be cancelled by the weights yeah because there's only one of them that has a missile slot natively and none of them have torch slots mm-hmm. mm. yeah but i i just like the native ability of getting a free calculate yeah yeah and now you have the upgrade points where it doesn't seem so crazy to do it and there's right. a few free And slides. Kai is only three points. Yeah, so is Vilsa and Shasa. But I mean, I, I must admit, I don't know most of these abilities off the top of my head. Sorry is no. five, and the rest of them are four. Sasha. Uh, Sasha got that weird back, back 180 arc thingy. Oh, is that the one that can toss uh, tokens backwards? Yeah, if you do games of matching token, yeah, after you defend. It's it's silly. Yeah, but not and... bad. No, not terrible. No. And then the other three is Wilson Teslo. That's the one if you get a face-up. Uh, after you perform an attack, if, get, if you got a crit through, the defender gains one strain token. Unless it chooses to, you know, discard yeah, okay. one of your non-recurring, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. Not all that interesting. No. Okay. I Kai think we have... Gonna... Have we talked enough about Y-Rings? <laughs> that Kai is where, where it's at. That's what you're saying. I've, 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 got, a, I've got a thing for uh, these Y-Rings with the uh, double, double-modded iron, iron cannons. Yeah. The turrets, that is. I mean, I, if you can put a double-modded iron cannon on the table for three points, then you're yeah. probably doing something right. And if you can do yeah. something else besides that on top, uh-huh. even yeah. better. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not sure you want to go spam these things. No. Kind in the list is pretty good. Yeah. Even if you have, uh, if you have a ship that moves similarly and the, the same initiative. Uh, and you can do the jumping over, over, and Kai gets an evade. You're pretty much uh, extending the life of her for like a round or two. Yeah, I agree. Then we have the fireballs. Okay. Uh, we can skip. Well, I gotta he's, say, he's his favorite uh, ship. Like I, I gotta say, only four points. I, yeah, cast for four points and ten loadout. I think he's a pretty good value now. Yeah, I think still so. Four points, but yeah. yeah, you could probably do something with them. Yeah, but then again, they have the R1J5 for two, which is yeah, the bucket. <laughs> so bad. It is so bad. It is Cass so bad. has, Cass probably has survivability enough, mm-hmm. and he can really like in certain scenarios, like especially something like scramble. Mm-hmm. He can really force your opponent to not just, you know, tap his home home objective and then move along. Yeah, because Cass can be there in turn two. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can stand his own against any single ship, really. Mm-hmm. I think he is 
I think he's fine for four points, really. Yeah. I mean, I've not talked well about Kaz in the past, but this is 2.5, so I'm allowed to change my perspective here. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> but I actually think that Jaeger for free. Yeah, three is a kind of interesting spot for Jaeger. That seems like that. I mean, just getting a slamming ship. Mm-hmm. You don't have. I mean, he has. I mean, he has more slots than he has loadout points, yeah, which loadout tells points. you that you're not going to fill them all. But <laughs> yeah, I guess you. I mean, if you're going to use that chip to be slamming, you want to put advanced slam on him to pick up uh, objectives, right? So that's three points you have left. Uh-huh. Yeah, true. But uh, I think fireballs are niche. I niche don't list. think you can. Can you pick up objectives with advanced slam? I mean, you're they probably you're still in it, you're right? still in your perform action step. Right? Wait, no, the, it says a white action on your action bar. Do you gain? Yeah. The objective oh, action yeah. on no. onto your action bar. No, I, mean, I, I don't think the term action bar means anything. It, not in 2.0. That is a 1.0 holdover where there was this differentiation between action bar and other actions. I'm pretty sure if you world. have, a, if you have like into in 1.0, if you had a card that says action colon something, then that mm-hmm. did not count as your action bar, but it totally does in 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, yeah, if you read, I mean, if you read the if you read the scenario descriptions, I even think it says that it puts the scenario action on your action bar. Okay, I mean, if it does, then it obviously does. it it works with yeah, advanced slam. May, maybe, but it also has some text that says like the one action in your perform action step or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really care right now. Uh, no, advanced the, lamb says you may perform a white action on your action bar, treating that action as red. Yeah, but it's more about what the uh, what it says on uh, on in the scenario. Scenario. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's let's not worry about fireballs. So there's no star yeah. fortress. So the transports. Do we need to talk about? No, we're not talking about the star fortress. Fine. No, we're not. Uh, I the mean, tra- it's the transports. Uh, uh, I, I'm Kova for five and twenty. I'm st- no. No, but maybe I'm not sold on the five. May, maybe uh, I mean yeah. I mean she's basically an X-wing ish. Uh, she's more like a B-wing. Yeah, maybe for yeah. five points. I mean, is she? How's her mods, Ed? Isn't there like this? Isn't her mm-hmm. accuracy like Raylan level? Yeah, probably pretty much. But at five points, I'm like, oh, but then you can't build her up with twenty loadout points and all the slots. So yeah, you you can probably do something with her. Yeah, and I mean, you can spend peaks. some of those points on crew, so you have like something that hits like a B wing, but can also like have a crew. Yeah, mm-hmm. and an astromech. Oh yeah, and cannons, and tech, and talent. I mean, yeah, you got I mean, slots. 
pop Leia in there. You have still still have four points left. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, the the force. Yeah, yeah, and she's even been uh, nerfed, so she doesn't work with stationary maneuvers anymore in the resistance. Yeah. Okay, that, I think that was all we needed to know about the resistance transport. Yep. Unless, what does Pamish do? She's only four. Um, Pamish, while you have two or fewer stress tokens, you may execute red maneuvers, even while stressed. You okay. know what? That might not be that bad. No, stationary. That means you can three stop three. Points. You can stop for multiple rounds. Three turns in a row, basically. And then you just Corsella in one of your cruisers. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking the same. Or you just wait with doing the stopping until you know that you don't need to move for the rest of the game, which is like in turn three. Mm-hmm. Once you know where the fight is, you just stay there. Mm-hmm. Because Corsella is probably a lot of points, and you only have 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Corsella is six. It's half yeah. of the load. Of... Yeah. And you're going to use her All exactly right. once, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The transport parts. Um, oh. I mean, Rose is a freaking bargain. Rose is, yes. The others are too expensive at three and four. Yeah, the rose you can have a C three PO rose mm-hmm. with a little bit to spare, maybe. I don't know if uh, I don't remember how much. Spare. One point to spare, so marksmanship or uh, but, automated target parity. But then again, guys, Finn. Oh, I'm Finn, not saying Finn is bad. I'm saying rose is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Finn. We all know what Finn can. Yeah, sure. We all know what Finn can do. Yeah, you can build a good fin. Yeah, 15 loadout points. Yeah. You can have everything. Most things, at least. I mean, heroic, perceptive. perceptive. I don't know, you have five points left. I don't know. Uh, Pattern analyzer. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly the build I just made. Uh, Or heroic perceptive and optics yeah uh, that's it's... the first thing i, I thought of but pattern depends... is probably better i mean the if you i don't know it depends on whether you can avoid having to k-turn during the game mm-hmm. if you can do your path good enough that you don't need to k-turn then you don't need the pattern analyzer yeah, well, if sure. the game and... is only two turns then you're probably not k-turning anyway <laughs> The game is not two turns, Debbie. It's, <laughs> it's <joking>. five. <laughs> no, but Steppe has a point. I mean, for for a five-turn game, maybe optics is better. Better, yeah, probably. Because you are usually going slow with this guy. Yeah, but on the other hand, if you optics, are you then going to spend both your things on one shot? And then you really don't want to get shot and returned. No, but you have the you have the ability to do so if you're not getting shot at. He is and is the two, so Oh yeah, okay. So you probably know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm sure somebody who has more experience with Finn will know. Yeah. But I mean, in any event, I think him and Rose are good. 
Yeah. V is banned and BB-8 is horrible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, at least... Yeah, on, a, at on least... a side note, I tried a, I tried a build with uh, all four of the pods. And uh, what was it? Chewy on the YT-1300. Oh, back in uh, in two yeah, two, back in two point oh yeah, the it yeah. was uh, chew, uh, chewy and the porks. I yeah. think that list was called. It is so fun. <laughs> it's stupid. Uh-huh. It's fun. I know uh, Silas Beast blew that for a while. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I, I maybe he still has one of my parts. I'm not sure if I got it back yet. <laughs> I ended up buying another one. Yeah. Okay, and then. As we all know, Resistance is A-Wings, the faction. I don't know if Nobby is still here, but Nobby, A-Wings. Yeah. Are you still I... there, Nobby? Come on, Nobby. Oh, he's not. He's not <laughs> No, he, he, he went away. Okay. Uh, Merle for free is good. Yeah, but I think that's it. I mean, maybe, I mean, CC for 5 and 15 is, sure, but it's still 5 points. But then again, it's 5 points that you are hardly going to lose. Okay, I understand where Nobby's anger is coming from now. There's like there's like 4 uh, A-Wings that are 5 points, right? So it's Lulo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can get that. CC, I can get that. Tally, I think you're pushing it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, many many factions will ha- would have had her for four. Yeah. And then, sorry. <laughs> and it's like, sad time. Sorry has the least loadout and everything is sad. And the only thing Sari has going for her is that she has two tech slots. But there's only yeah. one upgrade to put in them, so who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> poor sorry. Poor, poor sorry. We want justice. Justice for sorry. Yeah. Um, but yes, CC might be worth it for five points, but it's one fourth of your list. Uh, but then again, it's five points. You're almost not gonna lose. Usually, yeah. I don't understand what's going on with Tally. Wow, Tally has three talents. Yeah, but are you gonna use them? I don't know. She also has a torpedo slot. Mm, okay. Why? Pop a pro- pop, pop, pop a proton in, then you spend all your points in the CC. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, but like when <laughs> AMG did one of their sort of earlier point changes for 2.0, and they uh-huh. sort of they sort of brought most of the ships in line with their sort of canon abilities, if you will, for, you know, like what the ships actually could do if you assumed that Star Wars was real and the Mm -hmm. stuff on Wikipedia was real. Mm -hmm. And and now they're just... What? What? They did did that? They did that? What did they... Yeah, like the the Rebel uh, Y-Wings had a turret, which they shouldn't have had, and they changed that to a torpedo slot or something like that, you know, they... Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they, they cha- no, they they changed the they removed the gunner and added. Oh yeah, removed the gunner and put. Yeah, the, yeah. So they so they were moving the ships more closer to, you know, what would be considered their actual abilities, if any of this was real and not just the 
imagination yeah, of a really it, weird uh... dude in California. But uh, but now it's like they're just doing something. Oh yeah, it would be uh, A wings. They don't have torpedo slots. They don't have torpedo. But it'd be really cool to have this ship have a torpedo slot. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I don't know. I I actually I think it makes it it makes like especially like if you have a faction where you only have you only have like seven or eight ships in each factions, mm-hmm. and to have to have some of the chassis like have different slightly different purposes depending mm-hmm. on which pilot you pick. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just and I mean. I really like, for instance, that uh, like Sabine in the Rebel A-Wing. Of course mm. she has a torpedo. Sabine is <laughs> Sabine like does, yeah. halfway mm. engineer, never get between a Mandalorian and a weapons package. Of course she mm. strapped a torpedo onto that. Mm. Uh, and you, I mean, Tally was can... the freaking leader of these A-Wings. If Poe can go around putting burnout thrusters things uh on on his X-wing, why wouldn't she put a torpedo on her? I'm 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 just thinking about the, this tiny little ship with torpedoes. No, but two I, of them. Yeah, yeah. But Star, Star, Star Wars the, Star Wars torpedoes are not that big. Mm. But you know, I don't know that. Uh, I I just it it just doesn't sit right with me. But you I'm, know, it's I'm a too... it's a minor quibble. I'm just surprised they didn't put a bomb slot on Sabine. <laughs> that would have been something. Yeah, they should have put on that. Just that. Of course. Actually, I, w- I would. I would now vote for uh, Sabine Ty to have a bomb slot. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. Do like the T seventy X wings. You can pick one of the other. Uh, no, torpedo. Oh yeah, or yeah, a bomb yeah. Slot. Pick. <laughs> yeah, just like every every ship with Sabine just has the hard point. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah uh else is is there any of these that sort of stick out Soralinda maybe actually you get a lot of loadout for just four points and she's the one that can do weird like oh I bumped I'm gonna turn 90 degrees sure isn't that so mm-hmm. now two, it, yeah but now in 2.5 so you can like uh purposely bump an enemy mm-hmm. take a red focus and turn 90 degrees take a strain as well and then next turn she will clear both the strain and the uh i think that can work out nicely mm, sure four points uh pretty steep for a trick like this True, but I mean, the A-Wings are pretty good at the objective game. Just, I mean, their dial is a lot more important than it used to be, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and they have, like, the RC2 A-Wings have one of the best dials in the game. Uh, yes. Okay. I would even even say they have the best dial in the game, considering they have a, a rear-facing turret as well. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Probably. Mm-hmm. They're up there at least. So the 1300. Chewie for uh, 7. Han Band. Ray for 8. Well, 
I think she's a little little bit expensive for what he what she can bring into. But who Ray? Yeah. Considering I, what game she's in, I mean, she's a good yeah. piece. Yeah, but in the objective game, I I agree with Aitlia. I'm not sure she holds her points there, even with 25 loadout points. You see, it's still uh, it's a morally uh, obese ray. It's not a ray. No, I mean, yeah, um, a big but, base with force, sure, eight points, maybe, and a massive damage output. No, I mean. Uh, I don't know. I, I just can't have him flying her into objective play. No, I, I think that her biggest problem is that, you know, debris fields changed. Also Sorry? that. Also what that. Did you, what uh, did you say, John? The change of debris field that hurt her? Um, sure, of course. Yeah, it does. But yeah. I don't think, yeah, but she's just she's just built for a different game. I, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't use her. I wouldn't fly her in 2.5. I wouldn't and fly resistance in 2.5. Tell you the truth. No, I have a hard time building for resistance right now. Okay, but I, I mean, and and you know how much I love those A-wings. And same with A with Ray. He loves Ray. And I... I understand, you know, Ray, uh, it when you say, I mean, she's not what she was. But it seems mm -hmm. to me that all things considered, like if I compare her to other ships, like of her class, so you see like a scum hand at seven and a rebel hand at nine, uh, the cost of the decimators, Ray, uh, sorry, Boba. The mall, the gauntlets we looked at, then I think eight is probably right. I mean, she's on, she's your your opponent has to be very determined to kill Ray before the game is over, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but you're, I mean, you're, you were talking about the massive damage output, but the massive damage output is only in the front arc, and I think you would be more flying her in the side arc kind of circling kind of way, right? So she's really got a blank paddled ability and so forth. I don't know. Would you? But, but Jan, you were, say, you were comparing to other pilots. I, I'm not saying she's incorrectly costed as such. I'm, I'm just saying I can't You're saying you would see, never bring a Falcon. I can't see her in the objective things and that's also because of what A had said with the side arc. Yeah, maybe I, I mean uh, Rebel Han he, he can use his ability in a side arc. He's I mean I, I, I would take a harder look at taking Chewie at seven rather than Ray at eight. I think there's there could absolutely be something about that, especially because with Chewie you can you can get a few more attacks. Yeah. But I would point out that if you can make the points work, 
you can have both shattering shot and trick shot on Ray. Sure. Uh, yeah, but you need the force to mod your shot, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're also throwing fifth die, five dice whenever you are shooting obstructed. So maybe okay. it's not oh. a problem you're shooting out your side. But I'm yeah, then your vulnerability is blank. So, Ray, um, let's say you take, okay, sharing shot here, three points. Uh, trick shot four, and you have seven. You want some crew there? Do you take perceptive co-pilot maybe? I don't know. Can I afford Rose? Yeah, you can afford Rose. Yeah, I'm taking Rose. Yep. Okay, sure. True. Gunner, I'm not sure you want Finn. I don't need Finn. I'm not here to add blanks. I'm here to add focus results. So... I would like Finn. Don't get me wrong, but... Yeah. Then the title and title is zero. You have nine points left. What do you what do you take with for those nine points? I don't know. Well, you do have another crew slot, so you could take all transponder codes or contraband. No, you don't need that. No, I'm thinking maybe with shattering shot, you might take perceptive copilot. Right. Yeah, because, because you're, otherwise because, you can yeah. only use it when you're at full force. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of makes sense. Just a thought. I don't know. Or you, or you, or, or you, or, or you put a uh, veteran turret gun on there. Can you afford that? Yeah, that's eight point as well. And then you try to go in and double tap. Yeah, but are you going to be in the scrum of things? Sure. Yeah. Go in and be in the scrum of things. That's why you bought force. You can't bump every turn, but you can afford to bump here and there when you have two force. Yeah, but still with five or six, six ships on the table, they might just all turn into you and shoot at you hard from the sides. And Ray isn't doing anything, then you're losing eight points quite quickly. His entire list are not going to be in your sides. They have objectives to do as well. Sure. Not all of the list. But anyway, this was not a Ray build exercise. I think there's a potential. I mean, I agree. It will be a different Ray. You're not going to do the Rose, Finn, Corsella Ray. But, I mean, she does have two force. She is in a decent chassis. She does have decent slots. And she has 25 loadout points. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, and a base free dice card. It should be possible to at least get to like A or something. Is she S tier? Probably not. No. No. No, but if you think about it, wouldn't you just ditch Ray and two? Pick two four, four points uh, A wings with optics. No. Why not? I don't want to kill things. Well, depending on what things are. 
we have to punch through like modded free agility defense. If that's the meta, then Ray does that a lot better than the A-Wings will ever do. I would think. Mm -hmm. Happy. Anyway, let's move on to the X-Mix. There are a lot of them. Yeah, there are a lot of them, but most notably, mm -hmm. there are two of them that only cost four points. Yep. So you can get a T70 with Kai, its new favorite, uh, or Jacris Tops, who apparently is a loving father, for just four points. That's with seven and eight loadout. Yeah, but you're giving a seven health to agility ship with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but and with some loadout, it's not like it's horrible, right? Mm. No, no, no. Uh, and I mean, considering that we saw before that there were some people who were paying five for a Black Squadron Ace with ten, but then again, that was mm -hmm. in that was in in, in England, right? So, mm -hmm. and and it was people who let Liam win. So, <laughs> I don't know. I always liked Jay Chris Tubbs because of his ability. What is his ability? After you fully execute a blue maneuver, you may choose a friendly ship at zero one. If you do that, ship removes a stress token. Oh, that is oh, a very friendly ability. It is. You do a lot R two on there, R four on there. Yeah, I I mainly like uh, J Chris Tubbs because he reminds me of uh, Miami Weiss. <laughs> Tops. Tops. <laughs> Fantastic. We just I I wish there was a pilot that stresses easily something crocker, you know, a crocket. So we could have Tops and Crockett flying together. <laughs> I mean in the resistance. I mean the X Wing is kinda like a Ferrari, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a fast <laughs> ship, like a Ferrari, but not like overly fast, like a Koenigsegg or something. Um, but if you crash it, you probably die. <laughs> I think that goes for most spaceships. Mm -hmm. sure. If you crash it, you In general. Um, <laughs> okay. But then we have a lot of these that are five points. Mm -hmm. And I think worth mentioning in particular of those is the old Wexley, the boosty yep. Wexley. Yeah. So for five points, you get a ship that could just like, whenever it does it, just be two to four maneuver. It could just add a boost if it wants to. And he starts with mm -hmm. 13 loadout points in this I-4. That seems good. Has two mod slots. Mm -hmm. So he can go to nine health if he wants to. Yeah. And that might just be the way to go. Nah, I think you want to draw it on him. But, I mean, you can do both. You still have four points left. Mm -hmm. You have a four-point droid or heroic or something. It just seems pretty good. Um, yeah. I think Jessica Pava, who has long been a mainstay of the Resistance, is probably dead and buried at six. I don't think she's worth that. Yeah, with this faction, I'm going to come to that later with this faction, but if she was in another faction with more ships, then 
maybe. But then again, she only has like one charge, right? No, but she could have more because now you have points enough to just find some silly astromech that has a ton of charges that you don't need. So you can get more charges. But, mm. I mean, we're talking about an i3 T70 yeah. at six points. That seems yeah. that seems expensive, especially yeah. when I, for the same point value, I can get Neon Numb. Yeah. <laughs> or True. Elo Asti. Yeah. Or resistance commando Poe. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and Poe would be an I six that, like mm -hmm. every other turn, could take a target lock instead. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or even True. Flabby yeah, Snappy, the other Rexley, is six. Mm -hmm. You can put R two D two resistance droid with four chargers for six points. Yeah. On an i3, uh, I'm not sold. No, I agree. Uh, but then we have uh, Trigger Happy Poe for 7 and 25 loadout. Yeah, and he can do all the things. He can do all the things. Oh, and he's the only Poe that can take the black one. Even Commander Poe, is, it's not responsible to fly around with uh, that, uh, that booster strapped to the back, apparently. Yeah. No, because the ship was dead, right? Yeah. Commander Poe. But did Commander do, do Poe note has that. Uh, two talents. Yeah, and two techs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, yep, to, no yep. torpedo. Okay. No. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Is Poe worth went... it? Can you imagine putting Poe in a squad? Can you build around him? <sighs> it's seven. So moves. which ones? I kind of like no. Commander Poe in uh, in an objective situation. Yeah, I like that more. Because uh, what he does is not coordinating, right? No. So even if you're carrying a box, you can, he can still help you out. Uh, he can also let you like, oh, I'll boost and then I'll do the scenario action uh, mm -hmm. and treat it as red. It's fine. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was going to mention with the resistance. I think the problem with resistance in objective play and uh, is the amount of ships that you're getting for your list. Um, the thing is resistance. I feel like uh, when FFG designed resistance, they wanted it to be like somewhat of a rebel Squadron, but more more AC than rebels. Uh, more self dependent. Yes, more self dependent, which is basically AC uh, in a way. Yeah, that's it is it is it is. The point is that they the for rebels they do things and then others benefit. Yeah. Assistants benefit from having their friends nearby, but they benefit themselves. I think that's sort of the the way the pilotability works. Yeah. So, and also those ships are in a way beefier than the rebel ships. In so general, there's a yeah. so there's a reason they cost more, and because they cost more, 
you can't fit as many many of them in the list. Yeah, they're in a strange, strange place, point-wise. And always been. Yeah, and with the with the A wings, for example, even though they have this great dial and they can grab object, grab objects and and boost and barrel and whatever. Um, Only boost. We yeah, I mean they can barrel roll, yeah, but, but not. Then they can't grab objectives. No, no, no. I know that. I know that, but. But still, we all know that uh, a tokenless A wing is a dead A wing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we know that. Oh, I, I know. I know that. I know that all too well. Yeah. If you see a tokenless A wing, that's a ship you wanna. Which is at. which is why CC is so good because he gets a token back. Yeah, but that's after you shot at her. Or she shoots. Or after she shoots to get a token back. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. She shoots pretty early. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, I think uh, remember back before uh, the Rebel Phoenix Cell Squadron Pack came out. Mm-hmm. We were like, ah, why isn't Rebel A-Wings working? And it seemed unfair that Resistance paid like one or two 2.0 points more for a better chassis and generally more attractive pilot abilities with the exception mm-hmm. of Jake, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... But now it seems like oh, uh, Resistance A-Wing needs to be more expensive than Rebel A-Wing, so therefore we're just going to make them a whole point more expensive, which is like a huge deal. It is. Yeah. Because if you drop so them all went, by went one down point, a couple of points, and then they went up ten points. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you dropped all the A wings by one point, there's still some of them that, I mean, they would be attractive, right? Mm-hmm. Merle for two, would that break yeah. the game? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. I mean, honestly, if I would feel like I would love for for resistance to have an RC two A wing as their two pointer. Mm-hmm. Either that or drop uh, BB-8. Or both. Yeah. To two points, yeah. actually. Just both. Yeah. Just both, both. yeah. And mm-hmm. just uh, take the bucket card and uh, burn it in a hot fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think you can... You shouldn't drop all the RC-2 A-Wings by one point. That would be... No, no. I mean, I mean, CC is fine for 5 and 15. Nothing wrong with it. No, but Tally could probably be 4, perhaps with a little less... Loadout, uh, just seven, lo- just seven loadout, something. Yeah, Sari could surely be four. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there might even be a few that could drop down to three, mm-hmm. like uh, Sir Linda. Uh, Sir Linda is already free, right? No, Sir Linda mm-hmm. could be free, perhaps with less loadout. Uh, Robbie Tice could be free with less loadout. I mean, and Sari could be four with less mm. loadout. I think there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. But whether, but honestly, maybe resistance is not overcosted. Maybe everything else is undercosted. Because if I look at the squads I can build with resistance, it seems mm-hmm. like reasonable X-wing squads. 
It yeah, just, I mean, it's in, just in, not in, in in the meta and the power level we are at now. Yeah, not yeah. in two point five territory. It's we have we have some great squads in two point oh territory. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, when, Absolutely. when 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 our perceptions of of what makes a good exchange squad have like normalized to the way two point five is, yeah, resistance gonna look like they suck balls. Yeah. No, because I mean, if I just looked at the sort of whole bargain bin here, then I say, okay, I want Finn and I want Rose, right? So yeah. that's seven points. Uh, then I want the two four point T seventies because that seems like a good bargain. Rocket and tops. Kai and tops. Oh, Kai and tops, yeah. <laughs> uh, so now I spent 15. What do I do with the last five? Well, I'm sort of tempted to take Merle, but that means taking Bucket, so I don't want to. By the way, Steppy, I laughed at that joke. Nobody else got it, I think. No, but he explained it earlier. I had explained <laughs> it. But what do I do for the last uh, the last one or two ships? If I don't want Bucket, then I need to find a five-point ship. So that might be either Kova or... I mean, you could you could uh, go for Bucket CC? as well and take Kai. Kai Thrunelli in the... No, you already took him in the T-70. Or just, or just drop him and, and take Kaas instead. And take who? Kaas. Kaas is four points. You need something for five. Oh, he was four, not five. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I could I could take Cass, and then I could upgrade one of the others, like mm -hmm. uh, take uh, Ditch Jacris and take a five point T seventy instead. Maybe. Yeah, but Maybe. okay. Let's let's think about it this way. With the uh, with the power level the game is in now in two point five, I can't even build my. Uh, for a ship resistance list because it's 22 points. Do you think that list would break the game in any way? Yeah. Like Neonum, Allo, and two A-Wings. You think that would break no. 2.5? No, absolutely not. Not not even in the slightest. No, no. Yes. But I mean, I would say that if you could build them, you could. Mm -hmm. they, they would be monsters compared to when you played them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have more loadout points. <laughs> you would have a shit ton of loadout. <laughs> yeah, sure. But but still, even with all that loadout, uh, the power level of the game is so much bigger. It, it's so higher. Wow, Lulu would be a monster. I don't even know how you spend all the points on Lulu. I mean, if you're redoing the points on the ships, you would also adjust loadout points, right? Yeah, obviously. But <laughs> any... no, but 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 still, uh, let's say the X wings were also five, and all those ships, all those four ships were five. Uh, I can't see it. Even with this loadout, this that squad would even remotely break the game. No. No. With a. Uh, uh... Yeah, I don't know how far. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, looking looking at it uh, on 2.0 level, uh, that squad would absolutely break that game. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how much loadout does 
Nian has 13 loadout. Eloasti uh, has 14 loadout. I don't think I want Nian with his all of his actions, where uh, some of these scenarios are action based. No, but you you can't use all of his weird actions. No, but you can use two of them. No, one of them, right? No, I mean, you can do the, uh, uh, what do you call it, a pattern analyzer? Yeah, but that action you cannot use for scenarios. Why not? Because it's not the perform action step. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't even know how it... <sighs> I don't even know how you solve that, but that's not the exercise. I think we are coming to a rapid conclusion. We're still missing Empire, Republic, and uh, Rebels. I will do them. How do we do Rebels? Jesus. Just <laughs> put in all the things. Yeah, I think maybe Rebels has will have its own episode. Um, wasn't there some talk about that uh, news from a paint stream that AMD was saying that they were working on rebalancing? I don't oh. know if, the, if there was a date, but maybe we just do it. Maybe we just do Empire and Republic early. next time and then wait for the Rebels to be fixed. Mm. I think it's funny because everybody is like, and I mean, it is clear that Republic are very good and they really need an adjustment mm -hmm. um i'm just hoping they're not you know forgetting that rebels is also bonkers broken while they're at it mm -hmm. and but i think there there are things in almost every faction that needs um attending to yeah But yeah. Okay. Shall we do shout outs? Yeah. Yep. Let's shout it out. Before we fall asleep. <laughs> we are oh, nearing good. we are nearing the fourth hour. So um it's been a while since we've gone this long. It is lovely to not have to get up and go to work tomorrow. So uh Steppy, do you wanna start? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna shout out Jesus for apparently having died for our sensor or something. Uh, Lovely. Um, zombie, very zombie Jesus. Very, very seasonal. Yeah. I mean, zombie Jesus is a much better Jesus than than <laughs> ba baby Jesus. He gives us more free days. Yeah, yeah. So, so, zombie <laughs> Jesus gives us uh, chocolate as well, which I'm very, yeah, yeah, exactly very appreciative of. Um, I also want to uh, shout out to Sami Petri Ulvinen, uh, someone you may know, uh, for for uh, demolishing me in the 2.0 league. Um, you know, I I could gripe here about dice luck and such, but you know, it, on the whole, it was. Let, let's say the uh, the differential was more than it was significant. It was more than seven point four points. Yes, it definitely. Oh, was. good call back there. Uh huh. 
Um, but yeah, it, it was a fun game. And, you know, my, my, my only complaint is that it was over all too quickly. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean they, how, they, they don't how, call it how, Winland for nothing. Yeah. No. How exactly. good are, by the way, how good are those Jinkoists, though? They are fantastic. Oh, I, I love them because I've been flying them too. Uh, you know, so so I was a little bit more appreciative of the risk they posed yeah. than most people, but that perhaps was a trap for me because then, you know, I probably should have focused more on other facets of his lists. Uh, facets of his list because you know um the you know but but at the same time diff different I, I i should have flown differently i should have rolled the dice differently <laughs> you know i should have taken different actions basically i should have done everything different and then i probably would have won the game if i had done everything not the way i did it <laughs> interesting way to look at it mm-hmm Oh, no, it's a good game. Yeah. And coming to that, I mean, you dropped from first place all the way to eighth. Oh, no. But after my game in the same league today, mm. I'm still in the second place. Ooh. Uh. Humble brag. So, mm -hmm. Tula Squadron almost on top, on top, on top. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So, Gisti, uh, but, why, why, why don't you continue with your shadows then? Me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just I just wanted to mention that I'm still above Sammy there in the league. Oh. Like, he's he's in fifth place. You're saying? No, I want to shout out uh, Michael, who I played today. Great game. Great opponent. He flew, he flew the Mandalorian, and I've never flown against the ship, so it was tricky for me. Uh, I want to shout out all the guys at Nexus that showed up uh, on Tuesday. We had like four tables running, which is which is a lot these days. So yeah, that seems decent. It was, and I wanna and I wanna give a huge shout out to uh, Richard Greenaway. He came to Iceland with his family. I brought him home for some games and. And Eid, Eid was there as well. And Steppe. And Steppe. And Treko. And we had we had a great time. Good laughs. Oh, yeah, we had a blast. Yeah. He wow. gave us some gave us some swag. Well, not some, a lot of it actually. Which I'm I am paying it forward now to the guys at Nexus. Basically, whoever shows up uh, can get a uh, official altered. I want to come to Iceland and be brought home by you guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, it's an open invitation. Just You just yeah. have to buy the flight. Yeah. <laughs> We're not paying for that. Damn it. <laughs> Absolutely. We would love to have you. I want to double up on that shout out. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you done? Are you finished? Are you? I'm, 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 I'm finished. Yeah, I'm finished. All right, I'll go next then. I wanna, yeah. You did Greenway, so I'm gonna do Chris Fraser, my opponent in the 2.0 league. Uh, played a lovely game, and uh, yeah, that's it. And then I'll just shout out Jesper. 
Okay. Uh, <coughs> I want to shout out Christian, my regular playing partner, who was so good to let me win two games today. So I'm still under 50-50 for 2.5, but, uh, but I'm getting there. <laughs> and he put up with my bullshit about Maul. <laughs> Turns out that when Maul and Jabba goes together, everything... The rules and everything, every imagination about how the game should be just goes out the window. <laughs> so uh, that was fair and nice. Um, yeah, uh, special shout out to the uh, to the tech crew over at the Chain Hub. Um, I forgot we had a meeting last week and I didn't show up, so I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to see where you got to. And then I want to shout out Nobby. Excellent. That was a four-hour episode. It was. Just a little quick four-hour episode. Yeah. Wrong with you guys. <laughs> okay. Good do bye. this all day. Goodbye, people. I'm tired as hell. I know. Oh. Bye 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 Wang to put you in my life.